1: the following is brought to you by the social suplex podcast network network
0: network yo 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 what up this is rocky asuka romero of chaos and you are listening to keeping it strong style the ace of podcasts
1: Welcome to the 50th episode of Keeping It Strong Style, the ace of podcasts on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Jeremy Donovan here, alongside the young boy Josh Smith. On today's show, we'll be previewing the World Tag League, as well as covering All the latest news in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. You can support our show by subscribing to the Social Suplex Podcast Network on the podcast app of your choice and leaving a rating and review. You can also get all the podcasts and columns at socialsuplex.com. Go to socialsuplex.com slash subscribe to sign up to get all the podcasts and columns delivered directly to your email inbox. All right, young boy,
0: episode 50, we're in here. Yeah, and one thing about those columns, you guys definitely want to sign up for that service because we recently started our prediction series. Um... Myself, Jeremy. You didn't do it this last time, right? No, I didn't. But I will be on future columns. We had um, Wilford from the
1: Wilford Watches podcast. Uh, Amy, who's uh, Phoenix NJPW on Twitter, always tweeting great stuff. We had. Yeah, uh, she gave us a shout out this past week. Yeah, we had uh, Mike Grindle from Purarezu Road. Uh, so yeah, be on the, the lookout. The
0: heavy hitters. <laughs> the, the 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 pillars of Purarezu. On the internet. But yeah, shout out to them. Thanks for uh, contributing to it. But I mean, the bottom line is, guys, a lot of times with the way that we do this show, you know, we drop every Tuesday or at least we try to. And, you know, sometimes we we try to do preview shows for all the big shows that New Japan does. But, you know, sometimes like a day before, two days before we get like the official card. Sometimes we only know a couple matches. So we thought it would be kind of cool to have something outside of the show that you guys can take a look at where we basically preview and predict what is happening on each show. Um, Hopefully this will be a way to draw more eyes to social suplex, more eyes to the show and, you know, help us engage with you guys, the audience, the listener When we're not doing our weekly, well, I mean, we're going to be doing our weekly, you know, podcast, but, you know. Just Just a little additional, additional content, more ways for you guys to engage with us and just, you know, see what we're thinking about. Absolutely. And I know that you guys definitely want to know what we're thinking about because the masses... Cried out last week <laughs> when I was not on the show. Actually, who was it? Was it uh, was it Musa or was it Maserati who was like. Uh, I think it was Jars of Peanut. I think. No, jar of Peanuts was like, where's the young boy? Yeah. But like, either Musa or Maserati was like, we need to keep this Kyle guy. On
1: here. <laughs> I think, I think it was Muzza. I think it oh, might've man. been it was, I know it was one of those two,
0: but yeah, I got to apologize guys for my absence last week. Hopefully that doesn't become a, a regular occurrence or anything like that, but shout out to uh, Kyle Moores of the SMC podcast here on the Outsider's Oh edge. my God. Yeah. They used to be the SMC podcast. Yeah. The out, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, hashtag free Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> no but uh shout out to uh our brother Kyle Moores from the Outsider's Edge podcast uh holding it down and no they're right we need to have Kyle back back on the uh the show but um you know he did a great job and Kyle I know you're listening he's a weekly listener you did a great job definitely the Rocky Romero of the group but uh Don Callis has returned <laughs> No, I'm just playing. Uh, no, he right. really did step in at a time when I needed him to on short notice, so I, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, it. It was weird doing the show with uh, two baby faces. I'm not a heel. <laughs> if, if, if telling the truth and speaking my mind makes me a heel, then my God. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of times, heels do tell the truth, but the fans don't want to believe them. Well, I'm, just call me Jesse Ventura, okay? <laughs> but... um. You remember he had like a conspiracy show? Did you ever it, see that? Show? I haven't seen it, but I did hear about it's it. It's pretty good, actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, but let's
1: uh, let's get into this stuff. Yeah. So we are previewing the most epic tournament in <laughs> oh New God, Japan dude. Pro Wrestling,
0: the World tag league dude i don't even have the energy to like (laughs) to do a bit about it (laughs) i don't i don't have the the emotional strength to joke about about this tournament like it it looks bad dude (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, uh. bro i was i was really optimistic about it this year too for some reason like i didn't I mean like we watched the whole tournament last year and I I remember thinking like you know what there's a lot of low points but there's a lot of there's a lot of gems in here, there's a lot of underrated crap and if they did a couple if they tweaked a couple things this could be way better. And it's like they instead they're like, no, we're gonna focus on all the terrible parts of the tournament last (laughs) year. We're gonna make it worse. (laughs) We're gonna make it worse.
1: I mean, I was really excited for World Tag League Once the Young Bucks moved up to heavyweight And the Golden I was,
0: Lovers I was like, oh man,
1: we're gonna get the Young Bucks in here They're, gonna, they're, the, they're the, one of the best TV wrestlers this year They're gonna be having, like, four-star matches every night But they super kicked that balloon And they're not in the tournament
0: Bro, I was excited when... Freaking Suzuki went to England and became the tag champion of the
1: the British. Of the British with us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The tag champion of the British with the ZSJ, uh, defeating Mustache Mountain, which is a really underrated match. I watched that recently. It's pretty good. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was thinking, like, oh, we got this awesome Suzuki Goon team. We got the Young Bucks, the Golden Lovers Reunited I mean, and then there's been a lot of really cool pairings throughout the year where I've been like, okay, all right, like tag league this year might be kind of dope, right? Nah, 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 <laughs> nah stay your lane.
1: Yeah. So let, let's, we're going to read off the, the official listing. of. Let,
0: let's read it off. But before we do, let me just ask you before we even do that, when you saw this list, what was your reaction? It was like immediately. I was like, I can't believe this. Literally, that's literally what I said. Because I saw it first. Me too, bro. Literally, <laughs> I'm not even lying. It wasn't even like anger or anything. It was just confusion. I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, th- there's so many confounding choices that I'm just like, I don't get this. Like, yeah. I don't understand this.
1: Yeah, because I first saw the, the announcement on uh friend of the show, Chris Charlton's Twitter, at Reason JP. And, you know, he posted the listing of the the teams, I was like, no. This can't be right.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> and then I saw it on Wrestling Observer and then New Japan Global tweeted it out with the pictures. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Like, what is
1: happening right now?
0: Yeah, man. So we should just get into it. We should yeah. just peel the band-aid right off You know, the wound, the bloody wound that is the westernization of New Japan Pro Wrestling. No, I'm just playing. No, things are great, but uh,
1: yeah, let's get into this. Everything's fine. World Tag League is fine. The
0: World Tag League is fine. So first up, we have... The young boy is fine. (laughs) Uh,
1: First, uh, we have the returning team of... Togi Makabe and Toa Hanare, that's right. No Hanma, no Great Bash Heel. We have Great Bash Hanare. Um Great Bash, <laughs> Great Bash Toa, yeah. They were GBT. They were in the tournament last year because Hanma was injured, and you know, leading up to this tournament, they they made it seem like Hanma and Makabe would be reuniting for this tournament. But I guess they realized that Hanma was not up to shape to being in this long tour.
0: I think I had equal parts shock and equal parts like figures. Like this is totally typical because. There's that part of me that was like, I didn't think Hanma was ready to do a, a tag league like this. You know what I mean? And we'll get into the dates and everything, but like bottom line, they, they expanded the amount of matches they're having and, and everything like that. So it's like, yeah, I mean, it really figures. But on the other side, they were heating this team up and I was literally thinking to myself at the time, it was like, you know what? They might go on a run in this tournament and win the whole thing. That's when I was thinking it was Hanma and Makabe because, I mean, they're back-to-back winners in this tournament just a couple years ago. Right. That being said, Hanma, like, can't do this tournament most likely. But I was very shocked to see Hanare and, yeah, Hanare and uh, Makabe back together. So uh, that should be interesting. Um, We'll get it. We'll do our review and everything. But, I mean, keep in mind, this is a team that got, I believe, one win last year. Yeah, it was not good for
1: them. <laughs> so we'll see. Next up we have the also returning team of uh, Satoshi Kojima, Hiroshi Tenzon, Tenkozy. Dude, I don't know when's the last time I've seen Tenzon. I feel like
0: that man I think it was like a Lionsgate show. Uh, but it's, it's been it's been a hot minute since we've seen Tenzon. I'm just trying to think. Well he was in the uh he was in that match with the all the uh, fourth generation guys. Oh, oh, that one, the, the tour that uh, Hunma that came That was back. Destruction Tour. The yeah. ro- road so to- it's September. Yeah. It's been about two months since we've Has seen him. Has he it. not been on tour since then? I haven't seen him. I haven't noticed either. Yeah. <laughs> I literally haven't noticed, like, at all. Um... Jeremy, what are your thoughts on this? You know, I, I'm big Kojima fan, so it's,
1: it's always great to see Kojima. But I'm not gonna lie, Tenkozy they are not in their prime as a team. Be uh, real, son. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. Be real, real, <laughs> son. You know, Tenzan that man can barely move. I, I doubt he'll be taking many bumps in this
0: in this tournament. Um, so I mean, they're gonna be eating pinfalls. It's amazing to me, and I'm not I'm not here to bury, you know, Tenkozy. Um, But it's amazing to me how one year can change so much because last year, I wasn't under any illusion that they were going to win the tournament or anything like that. And I also knew that they were, you know, long in the tooth and that they had a lot of tenure and that sort of thing. But it wasn't like having Tenkozi on the on the tour was, like, a terrible thing, you know what I mean? Right, it's like, you you get a a good little match from them, you know? Right, and I mean, it was entertaining. I actually liked them on the tour last year, you know? I thought it was funny, too, how, like, um, Kojima, every single single night that they lost, and then when they got mathematically eliminated, he kept proclaiming that they're going to win the tournament. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And they're like, you can't. It's like the last night,
1: he's like... We're gonna win this turn like no, no you're not, Kojima. <laughs> like he's
0: like he's like, because we will prevail. And they're like, You've been el- you were eliminated like five nights ago. And he's like, doesn't matter. <laughs> um, oh my god. But at the same time, it's like we have literally before our eyes slowly but surely gradually watched uh Tenzon just break down. Yeah. And it's now it's to the point where it's like, I can't believe they're in the tournament. And then with Kojima well, yeah, with Kojima, it's like we didn't we haven't watched him break down, but he literally, you know, what got was he towards ACL? ACL, yeah. So I mean we've seen him perform a couple times since then, but I mean not nothing substantial enough to know whether he's good to go. I I really gotta wonder about the inclusion of these guys. Um you know, I know I got flack earlier in the year for uh, you know talking crap about you know the the legends <laughs> but you know i do have to wonder honestly what kind of shape they're going to be to go in this league i know it's i know it's world tag league i know it's not like you know the G1 it's not like the most grueling thing in the world but at the same time it's like oof like i <sighs> Tenzan's knees man his knees his hips it's bad his yeah. back it's bad
1: So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Tenkozy will be able to do. I've actually had some uh, Twitter interaction with Kojima uh, lately. What? He's liked a couple of my tweets. Uh, One tweet I was asking for. Are you
0: tweeting from your (laughs) personal account? Yes. Okay.
1: Asking for a Bread Club shirt, and he he liked that. And just saying you know bread club for life he was a big fan of that so you know i'm slowly you know building a relationship with
0: kojima that's because he's vanity searching himself <laughs> and or are you just tagging him no I, I replied like tweets that he he puts out oh gotcha i was like this man's out here vanity searching himself. <laughs> no but that's uh i'm glad you're doing that from your personal account not from the uh show the, the show, show cat <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey man one, one day kojima is gonna be on the no, show i
0: i like i like kojima as well does does kojima speak good english uh, he tweets in English sometimes. I mean, yeah, he worked for MLW. I mean, he's been in the States. So, I yeah. mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I've, I don't think I've ever heard him speak English, though. So. I, I don't think I have either, but huh, we'll, we'll work on that'd that. That'd be interesting. Um, so maybe, maybe we'll get Chris to come on the show again. and Be the translator. <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, that'd
1: be awesome. Um, so the next team, another returning team, Yuji
0: Nagata. How about we do this? All these teams are returning teams unless we tell them otherwise, because literally yeah, it's like everybody all, is returning. True. Uh, so
1: Yuji Nagata, Blue Justice, and Manabu Nakanishi, another uh, New, Japan, New Japan dad team here.
0: Yeah. So um, it, it it's kind of like the same thing that I just said. <laughs> Oh it literally is, like, the same stuff that I said. Nagata
1: is Kojima, and uh, Nakanishi, Nakanishi is Tenzon.
0: In a way, there's a lot of parallels between those two teams. Am I wrong? No. It, it's Nagata's going to be doing most of the work here. I mean,
1: we've been talking about Nakanishi since we started the show, how he can barely move.
0: His torture rack, he doesn't even do anything. He just, like, holds them up there on his shoulders. I just, um... You know, here's one of my here's one of the things was like, yes, uh, earlier in the year, I had mentioned how I didn't necessarily want to see as much of the New Japan dads. And we there was some kind of like outcry about it because and you know what, there was some things I was probably overzealous about. Cause sometimes when we do the show, you know, it's easier to just be like what, what, sensational about the things that right. you say. However, I will say this. We watch every single New Japan show the whole year. With that, I see these guys in all these opening matches and everything. And it's like I'm seeing them work eight-minute matches, eight-minute multi-man matches, and I'm watching their bodies break down. Yeah. And it's that is not an overstatement or uh, an exaggeration. I'm watching Tenzan and Nakanishi break down in front of our eyes. Yeah. And <clears throat> the way I know that, that that's true, is that I've been watching them for years, and I did not have this concern last year when they were going into the tournament. Like, listen to our show from a year ago. I mean, I probably complained. I was like, yeah, they're boring, whatever. But it, it, it's they're not as bad a shape as they were. Dude, at- one year has made a huge difference. It's bad. And both Tenzan
1: and Nakanishi have been working less and less I don't even know when the I mean guess guess also power struggle with Nakanishi was there, I guess, right? For that Road to Destruction? Yeah, Road to Destruction, I mean, yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know. that don't know. That, that, know. that match the hunt that same show that Hanma came back, I believe. Wasn't he in that match with Kojima and all of them? And that Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean that's the last time we've seen him, I think. I mean Ho-
0: hopefully the rest has done them well. Yeah. Um you know, I mean there is the part of me that could sit here and complain about you know, the fact that we're getting the same teams that we got last year and how awful in the tournament they were last year (laughs) but I don't even have to belay that point because that's just that's just there I mean if you watch this product you know what you're getting with Nakanishi you know what you're getting with Tenzan at this point in their careers Um, obviously we love Blue Justice and he can still go you know but um, at the same time it's like man you know what I have more concern about their bodies because they're shot they're, yeah, they're washed, dude. It's literally last bump. It's last. Oh my <laughs> god, that's not funny, bro. No. Because, you know what? Like that is funny, but it it's not. It's not because it's actually true. And like we've seen guys, you know, have we've seen stuff like that in the past in Japan. And like you know, you just never know. And I'm wondering how much longer. Right, I mean, we're these guys we're seeing bumps?
1: guys in phenomenal shape getting injured all the time and now you got these guys who are way past their prime working this long
0: tour. I mean,
1: anything can happen to them.
0: I don't think that this... Say what you want about my criticism about the New Japan dads from earlier in the year, and, but I don't think they should be on this, in the World Tag League. Um, you know? I don't think that it benefits the World Tag League. I don't think it benefits those wrestlers. I think if you want them to be on the tour... Have them work the undercard. Right. Put them against, you know, some young Lions in the opening matchup.
1: Absolutely. Do a multi, you know, eight man against young boys or like Taguchi Japan.
0: Absolutely. I'm 100% behind that. I don't think that this is a good spot for those guys anymore. I wouldn't be. I think that you could have put Kojima and Nagata together. How much more excited would you be? Oh, man, dude. Team Strong style? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. So, yeah, I
1: mean, that's kind of where I'm at right now with this whole thing. Yeah. So, the next team is a new team, first time teaming up.
0: Oh, thank God.
1: (laughs) Ayato Yoshida and Shota Umino.
0: They're here to take all the pinfalls.
1: Yes. (laughs) And the the interesting thing here, these guys have been kind of been rivaling since Yoshida's, you know, arrived in the promotion, so... Taking the rivals together, I wonder if we'll see some miscommunication between these guys or if they'll put that aside and try to, you know, try their best. I mean, like you mentioned, I mean, both, I mean, Umino's a young lion, Yoshida, he's kind of in that in-between young lion, low-card, low, low uh, lower-card guy. Um, so both of these guys, um, you know, they're, either one of them can eat pinfalls for the team. So, I don't, you know, they'll probably get maybe, maybe one upset win throughout this whole tour. But essentially, like you mentioned, man, they're just here to eat pinfalls.
0: Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, I got to say, I actually am very, very excited for this team. Remember last year how I said that I wanted a Young Lion team? Yeah. And my, my whole idea was I was like team up. Toa Hanari, because at the time, if you don't, if you guys don't remember, Hanari was still a young lion. Yeah, he just came back. Still, from the, still in the black tights. Yep. No, no face paint. No, no Toa bottom. We didn't. Yeah. Toe <laughs> bottom. Uh, we hadn't seen any of his gimmick until Wrestle Kingdom, which this tour obviously is before that. So he was still literally a young lion. And at the time, um, I was like, dude, put him with Kitamura. Yeah. Or put him with Oka. Like, those were, like, two guys that was, like, put him with Oka. I think Oka was actually supposed to be on the tour. And then Hanari actually came back and took his spot. Yeah, because Hanari he, he suffered that
1: injury. Yeah. And then he came back just in time.
0: Um, but I was like, yeah, t- team him up with Kitamura and let's have a powerhouse team. But instead, we're getting, like, this year, we're getting something different where we're getting, like, the two young studs. Of you know the next generation. We're getting Yoshida and Umino, two guys that the company is really, really high on and very much behind right now. Yeah. And these two
1: guys they they might eat pinfalls, but I I guarantee they're gonna be probably the
0: workhorse of this tournament. They're gonna have good matches. Yeah. they're, They're they're gonna have they're gonna be like a team that has good matches. They're gonna, you know, grab that you know brass ring. And try, you know, prove their worth here. Yeah, and I think we're gonna see a lot from them, not just in terms of match quality, but also in terms of growth as you know professional wrestlers. Uh, that's why I really enjoyed that that Young Lions Cup they did last year. Yeah, because we got to see what those guys had in that kind of scenario, you know, environment and scenario. So we're kind of getting that here with these two guys, and this is a team that I'm very very excited about. I'm hoping that they get one win. Yes, you know
1: one upset win. One upset on the last night of like, tour. Yep.
0: Yeah, we got to look at the <laughs> tour and see who they're they're facing towards the end. Maybe yeah. they will give us an idea. Yeah. Um,
1: so the next team is also another uh, first time team. The team of Juice Robinson and David Finley, Finjuice. Uh,
0: Latin- new, new to the tournament, but uh, obviously, if you're familiar with the product, you're very familiar with this team.
1: Yes. Yeah, they have teamed you know numerous times. I mean, they're. You know, pretty much a on-again, on off-again tag team throughout multiple tours. Um, last year, Juice Robinson was in the World Tag League, but his partner was Sammy Callahan, Sammy Callahan and they were Deaf Juice. Um, David Finley mentioned in an interview that he was supposed to team with Juice last year, and they had matching gear, all this stuff already made out. But for whatever reason, uh, management decided to go with Sammy Callahan instead. So this year we're finally getting the juice and Finley team in the in the tag league.
0: Well, hopefully they didn't, uh, you know, use their receipts to take the gear that they got last year and return it because they're getting the chance this year. Yeah. Hopefully they also didn't pack on too many pounds or lose too much weight. Fluctuate, maybe they can still fit into that <laughs> gear. Um, actually, you know, I don't know if you noticed, like. Uh, Dave Finley's looking buff right now. Ever since he got back from Mexico, yeah, he looked. like He has trimmed down a little bit. He's trimmed down, but he's also getting. He's he's getting jacked. Huge. He's getting vascular. <laughs> My God! But uh, this is a team that I'm gonna say it right now. I think they're. I think they're gonna do really well in this tournament, unless I'm just way off base, and then they're gonna be jobbers. It's one or the other.
1: I think they're going to end with an even record.
0: No way. They're either they're either getting like a bad record, or they're going to like be factored into the top. I'm not saying they're going to win, but for me, my predictions, yeah, they're going to be one of those. Actually, we'll have to take a look at the points, but like you know, they're going to be right right at the at the cusp. Might even make a final, possibly. Gotcha. That's what I think. I, yeah,
1: I don't know. For some reason, I, I just feel like they're going to be in the middle of the road. You think so? Yeah.
0: With this body of <laughs> competitors,
1: yeah, there's
0: so many teams. There's that- there,
1: there are still some teams that are kind of higher in the pecking order than them.
0: All right. Well, we'll we'll take a look here.
1: And, and plus, it's David Finley uh, with Team One Juice.
0: It is Dave Finley, but then again, it's the World Tag League. And you know what? We said the same thing a couple years ago about Juice. And where did Juice's, like, big runs start? They yeah. always started in the World Tag League the yeah. last two years. So that's why I'm kind of thinking, like, you know what? They just sent Dave Finley on his—we've been, we've been asking for him to go on excursion for all these years. Yeah. He went on an excursion nobody noticed. <laughs> well, it was, we, a little, it was a little mini excursion. He went on a little mini excursion, you know. He went he did some Arena Mexico, you know, spots. And, it's a
1: Lucha Libre. Lucha Libre.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, he, he uh, you know, he went to uh, my native land. Um, land of the Aztec Warriors, (laughs) and yeah, he had some good matches, and then he's back, and I think that they are... Gonna get behind him. I think that obviously they they have jobbed him a lot, but I mean he he's teaming with Tanahashi. They had him just wrestle they they had him wrestle Kenny Omega. Yeah, he had title shots this past year against Juice or against uh, Jay White. I don't think they were doing all that for no reason. Like right. I think that he's a young a young line that they're getting ready to get behind. And I've I really do feel and I, I no one else is saying this. I'm the only person saying this. I think people have been down on on Dave Finley for so long that they're kind of like, ah, oh, the, the company's given up on him, and I'm like, well, either A, the company has given up on Juice and Dave, and they're gonna get like, depushed pushed in this tournament, or they're gonna do really well and, and have a good run, similar to Death Juice last year, because remember, Death Juice was right towards the top at that at, yeah. at, at the end of the year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that team ends up doing. Uh, so next up, we have Big Mike, Michael Elgin, and the Ring of Honor Television Champion, the hawaiian juggernaut jeff cobb
0: very 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 interesting pairing um what are your thoughts jeremy
1: so interesting so yeah this team they they were a first time team last year and if you're new or if you don't remember there was some drama between cobb and elgin elgin not being happy that he was teaming with cobb and there was like Text messages that were sent out that ended up getting tweeted, and Cobb
0: ended up seeing them, and there was this whole awkwardness between them. Not to mention all the uh, sexual allegations that were going on. Right. (laughs) You know what's funny is, like, there's a time in our show where I was, like, really, like, hesitant to talk about stuff like that, but now I'm just like, F it, let's say it. <laughs> Elgin's a terrible person. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, just go on. Just go on Twitter. It's out there. Yeah. Although Elgin is still one of my like, I I'm always impressed when I watch him wrestle. So it's it's love hate. But uh, yeah. th- this whole pairing is very strange to me because, like Jeremy said, there was some. Uh, There was some drama Yeah, there was some serious beef there Like Elgin not being happy with Cobb Like talking crap about Cobb So, I mean, we don't have to recap the whole thing But we'll just basically let you guys know that Elgin was saying things about Jeff Cobb To an individual, a lady friend And all these terrible things that he said about Jeff Cobb Got leaked on the internet In reference to a bigger kind of, like, sex scandal that kind of, at this point, has been forgotten. But, um, you know, he said a lot of stuff about, like, how Jeff, you know, didn't know how to listen. He didn't know how to take direction. Yeah. Um, he's always hanging out with War Machine, which I don't know why that pissed off. And Elgin. then, then
1: <laughs> there was that, like, last match of the tour, it was, like, Cobb and Elgin against War Machine. Yeah. It was really awkward.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, it kind of, you kind of felt like this team... Um, you know, that they, they had beef. But I mean, at the same time, um, oh, and then there was something where, like, the chick who they were tweeting, she'd said, she'd asked how Jeff smelled. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she was like, I bet he smells really good or something like that. So I'm like, oh my God. Like, there's so many, like, there's so many, like, circling parts that in play here. I'm like, ooh, like, I can't. Last year, I was excited to watch this team wrestle because they kind of reminded me of, like,. The Steiner Brothers. Yeah. Or like Brody and Hanson, like power teams. They kind of remind me of like one of my favorite WCW teams of all time, Scott Norton and Ice Train. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no joke. I'm not even going to lie. I loved Scott Norton and Ice Train. I don't know why. <laughs> I I don't remember a good match that they ever had, but as a kid, I thought that they were like the most awesome tag team that existed. Dude, that's hilarious. But now it's like, I'm not excited to see them wrestle for that reason. Now I'm like, well, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, a year has gone by. I'm sure that they've probably had to have made up by well, now. Remember, Jeff Cobb had come out in, in public and stated that they talked it out and that everything was fine. Between oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, um, you know, and then, you know, to be fair, Elgin did like have a lot of like booking issues following that whole incident. I don't even know what the resolution ended up being, but it does seem to be something that kind of affected him. But um, obviously, I mean, these guys don't always get a say in what they do. I mean, if management wants you to team with, you know, Joe Schmo, that's who you're teaming with. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm sure some of these guys would love to team with other people or whatever the case may be but um i believe last year they were calling themselves super strong team yeah um and i don't think that name ever stuck like no one else (laughs) seemed to like remember it but i still remember it like and i'm i'm down i'm here for super strong Team. you know you know as
1: our good friend aaron nova says i'm not the booker
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) these
1: guys are not the bookers so they couldn't book you know themselves out of teaming with each other
0: i will say this though um they did not have The best match... Like, they were not, like, the MVPs of their... uh, Block. Block or anything like that. But last year was a chance for Jeff Cobb to kind of come in and do, like, a showcase. And Elgin to be Elgin. And they were a pretty exciting tag team to watch, so... I am excited to see them come back.
1: And clearly, I mean, it did did wonders for Jeff Cobb. I mean, he's been brought back on multiple tours. Um, He is, you know, featured a lot on New Japan now.
0: The only weird thing about it is, like, it's so out of the blue. Like, you would think, oh, well, they teamed last year, so it's normal, right? Well, Jeff's been back quite a few times, and him and Elgin have never been teamed up. I think they teamed up, like, once after this. Right.
1: Well, there was that one interaction where... um, Cobb came out to challenge the Never Title after Elgin lost, something like that.
0: Was yeah. he even helping Elgin?
1: Like, did they yeah. even interact? I don't even remember. I that. don't remember, but I, I feel because Elgin lost to Goto, right? Yeah. And then Cobb came out. And then also, I think th- there might have been like one eight-man
0: tag, I think, around that time period, too. There, there was an eight-man tag right after the Tag League. I remember them teaming a couple times after Tag League, but I don't remember them... I could be wrong. I mean, I I guess why we need a producer for the show. But it's not like I mean, Cobb's been on quite a few tours this year. I've never seen them teamed up. You would think that if they were building to like next year and they wanted a kayfabe show that they're bros or whatever, they'd be teaming. But it's like they, they really haven't. So it does seem kind of weird. Yeah. Are you excited for this team? You know, I don't know.
1: I'm not i am not super excited. I mean... Remember how excited we were last year? Yeah. I mean, I think they'll be fine. Like... Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't expect anything over the moon from these guys. I mean, Jeff Cobb has been on fire this year. Uh, has been really motivated, so... Yeah. Maybe he'll step it up, but I mean... I mean, they're both great wrestlers. I mean, just that... In this tag league, I mean, they just
0: don't excel. Last year, it did yeah. seem like they were a very disconjointed team where it was like Elgin was doing Elgin stuff... Cobb was doing cool Cobb stuff, but they weren't like a cohesive like unit, yeah. Unit, you know what I mean? So it'll be interesting.
1: And then next up, we have the team of Tomohiro Ishii and Toroyano from Chaos.
0: Uh where where do we start with this?
1: <laughs> I mean, these guys have been in World Tag League, you know, several times in a row. They're always teaming up throughout the year. I mean, It was earlier this year. I mean, we thought that Ishii and Yano were in line
0: for a title shot because they were building, they were heating them up. It seemed like it. It really did (laughs) seem like it. Um, You know, I'm not as down on this team. Like, a lot of people are really always down on Yano and uh, Ishii. It's just the weird dynamic between them is always like, kind
1: of like, eh, you know? But I think it's the weird dynamic that makes it work I mean you got Ishii the killer and Yano the clown like Yano picks up a lot of
0: pinfalls Some of the best matches in the tournament last year like people don't want to remember or, or anything but like some of the best matches involved this team Yeah. and I'm not saying that they've had like young buck level matches but for my money probably no team this calendar year and I'm talking about juniors And heavyweights I don't think That there's a team That's not named Golden Lovers Or Young Bucks That's had more better Consistently better match Like good matches Than Ishii and Yano Yeah people forget that I mean Some of their matches With G.O.D.
1: this year And Killer Elite Squad And other teams I mean
0: They always have good matches They're good matches They always have good matches Um I'm. I mean, trust me. Do I want to see Goto and Ishii tag and be like this dominant monster? You know, Basham team. Absolutely. I'm all. I'm here for that all day. Um, but that's not what we're getting. And I'm not gonna sit here and complain that we've got. Hey, I. I understand Yano's not everybody's cup of tea. Like, there's a lot of people that just hate Yano. Um, I don't think there's anyone that hates Ishii, I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> but um they're going to have good matches. Yeah. L- like they're they just are. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, they're going to be one of the teams. They're going to be high up there in the rankings by the time this tournament's over too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they they're going to do well. Um I mean, am I off base when I say that? Can you like would you say just think about that for a second. Is there a, would you say that Man, I'm starting to, like, make a case that they need to be in tag team. <laughs> I think the reason – like, right – we do have our, our awards mm-hmm. coming up, and I think the main reason we don't have them listed is just due to accomplishments. Like, yeah. they never won a major feud or um, – Or so they don't win the titles this or year. Or titles or anything, and there's, there's probably more accomplished teams. But do you right. think, like – can you name an, another tag team other than the Young Bucks and the Golden Lovers that – that have had more good matches than them, Lij. Yeah, I'll say Evil Sonata. Have they? They only had a few. Yeah. Kes, I kind of don't think they yeah. have either. I mean, we Kes has been kind of absent this year, bro. I don't even know. This might mm. sound crazy, but I don't know if Ropangi three K's had more good matches this year than Ishii and Yano. Their highs are probably higher, but consistently having good matches, I don't know if anyone— Consistency. Consistency, yeah. So, I mean, um, people are really down on this team, but, I mean, think about it. Like, they always deliver.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm down. I, I love each—obviously, I love Ishii. I, and I'm one of the people—I actually like Yano stuff, and I,
0: I think it's an interesting dynamic. I do, I do too, but, I mean, how many—we're getting, like, what, 18 nights of this, 17 nights of this? Something like that, yeah. It's going to it's going to be a lot of times to see Yano go through the ropes and say Brick, break break. It's going to be a lot of nights, I mean, of him, you know, taking people. off a turnbuckles, yeah. low blows. I mean, there's only so many times. I mean, yeah, so yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, next up we have another chaos team, the best
0: friends, Trent Barreta and Chucky e. T. Uh, Yeah, I'm all about it. So they were in the tournament last year, and it was the first time that they had been in the tournament, and I was all in on that team. Um, I thought that they were one of the MVPs. Actually, I think they were the MVP of their block. Yeah, I remember them having a lot of solid matches last year. I I think Best Friends had more good matches in last year's Tag League. Out of both blocks than any other team, I would have called them the MVP of the tournament, and I think people forget that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we had the chance to see best friends work live a couple times at Ring of Honor shows, and they're a, a really solid tag team. And when it's time to put their working boots on, they can go and they can have some bangers.
0: Hey, I mean, yeah, they they can be shticky or whatever, and you know, there's people that hand wave, you know, Chuck e. T for what you know for whatever reason, um, even though. Spoiler alert, I think he's a better wrestler than Beretta. Yeah. Uh, you agree? Yeah, I do. You agree with that? Yeah. Bro, we've never... More, more like, on the, on the fundamentals like... He's he's just so freaking smooth. Like, yeah. every time I watch him. Don't get me wrong. I love Beretta. I think Beretta's good. And Beretta's awesome. But I do think Chucky e. T is just a... I think Beretta just has a sense of who he is in that ring. He knows what he's doing. Like, you know what I mean? He knows what he's doing. Beretta sometimes is like seems like he's still trying to find himself. Like, he's unsure. He's trying to find himself. You know what I mean? Right. Um, he's, a gr- he's a great talent. And he's like one of those guys everyone sees potential in. But it's like I don't see potential in, in, in Chucky T I. He's just freaking awesome. He's just there. <laughs> but people people, you know, he doesn't have the look and they think he's a goofball or whatever, but it's like, you know, it's whatever. I think not for nothing, he's he's a better worker. You know, in the classical sense. If we're talking like in the sense of like uh, you know, like being a good worker, right, he, he's a freaking good worker. But, uh, yeah, this team, I'm, I I love, the, I love the best friends. Um, why do you think there's people that are not excited about them being in this tournament?
1: Uh, I think probably people are not seeing a full scope of their work. I mean, they've teamed together you know, consistently throughout New Japan this year, but I don't think they've
0: really had like a standout tag match in New Japan this year. Uh um, well they did if people watched the tournament. Remember they had that four and a half star match with I believe it was Killer Elite Squad? Yeah, I'm talking but I'm talking about like that was last year's world. I'm talking about as far as like twenty eighteen. Oh yeah. Well but at the same time Trent Trent got hurt.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Chuck e. T. <laughs> but, in, uh, but in Ring of Honor, I mean, they've been having some, you know, four-star-plus
0: matches. I, the only match of theirs I saw this year in Ring of Honor was with the Machine Guns early on. I mean, that might have even been last year, but it was early in the year. And, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of their stuff this year, honestly. But I don't know. It's like, you know, people are counting them out. Like, they're like, oh, they're definitely not going to win. And I'm, I'm like, you sure about that? Because they... They did really good in the tournament yeah. last year. Uh,
1: personally, I don't, I don't think they're going to win it this year, but I, I would not be surprised to see them as one of the teams that are going to be in the mix coming on the last few nights.
0: Here's my only thing: um, you got to look at the guy that they're trying to push, and you know they are trying to push Beretta. Right. They like the company really wants to get behind him. What makes me think that they're not going to use this as an opportunity, similar to the juice situation where they. Push this team. So, uh, hey, this is the team... Like, people complain about a lot of things about this tournament. All these mishmashed teams. All these guys randomly thrown together. uh, Older guys... Guys are taking up space. This is a real. This might be the only real tag team, you know. Well, not. I shouldn't say that because there's a couple, but they're one of the only real tag teams. Right. They've been teaming for years. Yeah. And people talk about like, oh, it's the same old guys. These guys were only in it one year last year. Right. They're still pretty fresh. They're still fresh. They're great. Both of them are great workers. And um, and they have that outside appeal. You know, when you do tournaments like this, people always want to see someone come from the outside, you know, that surprise entrant. And I know we've we've seen them before, so it's not like so much a surprise, but they do have that outside appeal. So, and they're going to have the best, they're going to probably be the MVPs of the tournament again. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think when, when, when everything's all said and done and we're talking about recommended matches of the tournament, you're going to see best friends all over it. Plus, they got like the best... Music of the entire. <laughs> bro, I love the Best Friends music. They're uh, New dun, Japan dun, dun, music. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, the Rocky Romero yeah, remix. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to Best Friends. Uh, next up, we have, I, I, w- I would say it's a Bullet Club team, but I, I can't, we can't really call it that anymore. Uh, the team of Hangman Peiji and the Tokyo Pimp Yujiro Takahashi. I'm legit pissed about this. <laughs>
0: this makes no sense, right? I mean, this is clearly New Japan doing what they want to do. W- wasn't their team la- their team name last year Dick and Balls? It was? You don't remember that? No. <laughs> Bro. Okay. I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh my gosh! Listen, if you know me, you know that like I'm not just crass for the sake of being crass, right? Like I'm saying this legit. Yes. I'm gonna look it up online. Like, go ahead and talk about how terrible the New Japan management is.
1: <laughs> so, we're, we're gonna talk about this later in the, <laughs> later in the news. But Hangman Page is, is you no know, no longer a member of the Bullet Club. He's a member of the Elite. And you know these these you know, Page, Kenny, all those guys are not going on as Bullet Club guys anymore. But in New Japan, they were being labeled as Bullet Club elite. And these guys have made it clear that you know guys like Takahashi and Chase Owens are not members of the elite. And so it's like these guys really aren't in the same stable anymore, technically speaking. You would think, but because they were teamed last year, New Japan just threw them together together again here. Instead of maybe throwing, you know, teaming up Hangman Page with another elite
0: member, they stuck him here with Takahashi. Absolutely. I'm still looking up this this thing. On, <laughs> listen, I promise you that I found this one time on um, on Wikipedia, so like, I'm gonna... Ah, they don't have it there anymore. Hold on. I'm gonna find this, trust okay. me.
1: But yeah, I mean, is this... I, I get they teamed up last year, but with all the, the, the storyline and stuff that's happening now with the, with the elite guys, I, I don't think it really makes
0: a lot of sense for them to be teaming up Paige and Yujiro. I mean, it's not so much that that it doesn't make sense, because I think it does make sense in a, in a way. Like, they teamed together last year. Um, they are both... Technically, from like from a from a new Japan from a new Japan standpoint, they are bullet club elite. Yeah, they're both part of the elite, but um, you know, as far as like like, well, I guess this is what I I'm see. Here's the problem right now. The problem is that I'm trying to do two things at once, <laughs> and I'm I'm terrible at multitasking. Like, I literally suck at it. Um, let's not move on just talk about this because i'm gonna find this i promise you
1: yeah so you know hangman page um and usual takahashi i honestly i really don't remember much of, of how they did last year i i think they were pretty uh, just a solid team i mean hangman obviously being the workhorse of the team um and hangman has had an incredible year this year you know he's going to be a candidate for most improved, definitely, and once again, I would expect him to be the, the workhorse of this team. Um, he's another guy that New Japan has uh, been slowly getting behind this year. You know, he's been having a lot of big opportunities and matches with guys like Tanahashi and Omega and Naito. So clearly, the New Japan
0: office um, they they hold Hangman Page in high regard. I found it. It's right here. Look. Yujiro Hangman, Dick and Balls. <laughs> I, I The whole I, the whole reason I remember this is because at the time, you and I were on our big kick where we were like, we're going to listen to all the post-match commentary. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I did that in a uh, Howard Finkel voice, I think, <laughs> just now, which was actually pretty good. Um, but anyway, so... Hangman obviously is Hungman. Hungman. Hungman, Yeah. And so they were like, they were trying to find a team name for themselves. And he's like, You have big dick. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, He's like, uh, but I have big balls. And he's like, All right, we're going to be digging balls now. And that's when I was like, This team is never going to win this tournament. (laughs) And, um, yeah, their team. The funny thing is, like, last year, their dynamic was kind of funny. I can't corroborate this. Like, I don't have all the matches pulled up, but I think I think Hangman was there to take the pinfalls for Ujiro. And Ujiro was pretty much picking up most of the wins. The wins yeah, with the uh, pimp juice. But Hangman was very impressive. Remember how impressed we were with him last year? And like that was at a time where like a lot of other shows and a lot of other people that, you know, talk about New Japan were really down on Hangman. And we we're yeah. like We actually listed him as our most improved on our year end awards. Um where I didn't see a lot of people talking about that. And I was like, this guy's freaking incredible. Yeah. Well, now things have like really changed. It's like Hangman picked up a win like he he had he was in the freaking G1. Yujiro was not. Yujiro the only tournament Yujiro was in this year was the uh, New Japan Cup. Yeah, he got knocked out in the first round. So I mean, I think this time around Yujiro's there to pick up pinfalls for Hangman. Yeah. Talk about a guy that really <laughs> raised his stock this year. But the main reason that I am pissed about this and it is a freaking travesty, why aren't the two Virginia boys Put together They teamed all year We should have had The Crown Jewel Chase Owens And Hangman Page The good old Virginia boys The good old Virginia boys Like You I literally The reason I'm pissed about it Is because it seemed Like that was What we were getting How many times have you Jiro and Hangman Teamed this year? None Exactly. So, what the freak are we? Doing? <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah. Why are they on this team together? It's stupid, right?
1: Yeah, it makes no sense. And I mean, who would you rather see? I would rather see his good old Virginia boys.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think it. I think it's probably bad for you, Jiro. is going to be the guy taking the pinfalls, unless unless I'm just mis- like uh, miscalculating Hangman Star power in the company. I, mean, I-, I don't think you
1: are. I mean, based on, like, he's been in the G1, he's he had matches with Tanahashi, he beat Tanahashi this year. He beat
0: Tanahashi, yeah, bro, remember? He beat Tanahashi in Ring of Honor this past yeah, year. Yeah, he
1: had a match with Naito Global Wars this weekend, he's, he had a match with Omega earlier this year on New Japan Show, I mean...
0: Yeah, bro, I mean, he killed Joey Ryan this year, like, it's been a big <laughs> year for this man. Oh my um, god. He drank piss this past year, like... Uh, and I don't know what Yujiro's done this past year, except for like bring out uh, what's her name, uh, Peter. Peter. Oh my god, I love <laughs> Peter so much. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, those yeah, could have gotten we could have we could have gotten Chase on this whole tour, and dude, Chase is not on the tour. He's not even in the tournament this year. That's weird. That's really weird. Yeah, and I mean, like Chase would have been the perfect fall guy. Yeah. But... And, and it probably would have helped both guys and been a better, we'd have better matches all around. So yeah, I'm super excited for this. <laughs> super excited. It's great.
1: It's fine. It's fine. Uh, next up, we have the current reigning, IWGP heavyweight tag team champions, Tama Tangaloa, the Gorillas of Destiny.
0: I thought you were saying we had the current IWGP heavyweight champion. I was like, he's here? <laughs> he's going to show up? <laughs> My God. Oh, so we got G.O.D. What, yeah. do, what are you thinking about G.O.D. here?
1: You know, they have gotten better as a team. I remember when they first started teaming up, they weren't you know, the greatest team in the world. But, you know, they had a decent tournament last year, and they've been decent in a lot of these tag matches they've had. Um, we've mentioned, you know, Tamatonga seems to be stronger as a tag team wrestler than a singles wrestler. Um, I think he really excels uh, teaming with his brother. Uh, and, you know, I, obviously, as the champions, I expect them to um, be one of the top leading teams in this tour when it comes to points. And, you know, you got to look out for who ends up Uh, beating them in the tournament because they will be in line um, for a potential uh, tag team tile shot in the future?
0: Uh, It's it's G.O.D. I mean I don't really have much to say about them to be honest. Like, They're capable of producing good matches. Um, I think last year I was still on the whole I was riding that whole wave after you know Tama had cut that amazing promo at the G1. Yeah, and I was all like, "Like free this man," yeah. and then they freed him, and I was like, "Cage this man, <laughs> lock him up, lock him up, yeah, sideline, <laughs> put him in the USO Penitentiary." Um, so, I mean, I can't really say that I'm excited for them. I mean, obviously they're the staple of of the. Uh, you know the tag division, so they got to be there. Um, at the same time, I mean, I'd be really shocked if they're going to win this. They're going to be at like near the top when it's all said and done. Yeah. Hopefully, they they put on good matches. They had a couple good matches last year, and I mean, generally speaking, Tamatanga and Tingaloa can be entertaining and spurt. So um, this should be fine. But I, I'm not like this is one of the teams I'm most like, unemotional about as far as I don't hate it, I don't love it, I just, it's... still there. They're there. Yeah. It's G-O-D. All right, so, uh, next up, we have three
1: teams representing Suzuki-Goon. Oh, my God. <laughs> First, we have Minoru Suzuki and Takashi Iska.
0: All right, listen, um... This was literally the worst. This is one of the worst tag teams I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> you think I'm joking? I, I, it's it's funny because it's true though. That's I'm why I'm laughing. Dead ass serious. Like they suck, dude. They were in the tag they league. They suck. They were in the so tag league last hard. year, and it was horrible. It it's really horrible. It's not even like we're not even gonna sit here and talk about the tropes like we always do. It's just literally. They suck. Yeah, they suck so hard, dude. Like, there's nothing more to say. It's really one of the most egregious. Just take how how much we complain about Iska in multiband matches, and then we multiply have a, a that. A full
1: freaking tour of Iron Claw
0: biting. Oh, God. And obviously, the, the like the rope gimmick thing he does. Suzuki's got to get ready for like. Wrestle Kingdom, whatever it is, he's gonna be doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, so he takes it easy on this tour, and and it shows. Yeah. This is gonna they like, I'm telling you, people. Remember how like we all hand-waved the OGs during like the new like during the uh the G1 and all that crap. That that's going to I'll go back and watch those matches any day. Dude, yeah. Compared to compared to what this is going to be. This is going to be hot garbage. Yeah. Literally, I'm telling you. Um you might as well just skip those matches. I'm serious. Like, we will watch them probably, yeah. but I mean, I'm not going to be paying attention like they can fly a kite, like whatever. <laughs> you can miss me with that 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 isca stuff. And what the All right, we'll, we'll we'll get into it. But okay. All right, so
1: the second Suzuki Gun team is Lance Archer, Dave Boy Smith Jr., killer elite
0: squad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm here for KES. Ever since KES stopped spitting on people, I'm all about KES. <laughs> <KS. laughs> I always had a I always had a problem with them spitting on people. Did you see that like Lance Archer tried to appeal? Right, yeah, he was like, if you missed it, like <laughs> let the New Japan office know. <laughs> Oh my God. Who, who wants to be spit on by Lance Archer? Like why, why is that gotta be your thing that gets you over? Like, why can't you, you know, get over? Like, why is that your gimmick? It sucks. But, um, anyways, but ever since they stopped spitting on people, I, ha- I don't fear them as much. Like I, I don't, I'm not afraid that when I go to like Japan, when I get rained on, <laughs> right. you know? You know,
1: these guys are another staple of the New Japan tag team division. You know, last year we had that ongoing feud with KES, War Machine, and. Not girl- the
0: World Tag League, the Killer Tag League. <laughs> I will say their promos sucked last year. It's like every night after every single show. Not the World Tag League, it's the Killer Tag League, and everybody dies. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Suzuki Gun number one. It's oh, like, like, all right, cool. Yeah. Itchy <laughs> It's like that's your whole problem Literally, that's their whole every promo. night, every single night. Like Davey Boy Smith Jr. just like stands there. And, and Davey Boy would say some stuff, but I don't. I don't do British accents very well. So, <laughs> oh man, yeah. But uh, they, but uh, they're gonna have good matches. Yeah. Um.
1: The the third Suzuki Gun team. Zach Sabre Jr. And Tai Chi.
0: Mm. This is a new team this year. I know, and it's the first time Zach's been in the tournament. Um, what what are we supposed to think about this? Is this good or is this bad?
1: I uh, I'm not. I don't know. I'm, I'm not digging it. I mean, I think it, I'll tell you right now. I think it's
0: gonna suck, dude. Tai is gonna be eating all the pinfalls. Clearly. Uh, yeah, so we didn't get into this, obviously. Uh, we kind of, but this is a good time to bring it up. So we'll get into it more in the news. But there is an upcoming Wrestle Kingdom match between Zack Sabre Jr. and Tomohiro Ishii, which is another reason why you might not be as excited about their inclusion in the tournament because you know they're not winning the World Tag League, um, at least in the past. They used to have, like, the champions be in the World Tag League, and the big stars were in it. And th- then that was kind of a compelling thing. And even though you knew they weren't going to win, it was like you had Tanahashi, you had Naito, you had Omega. Right. Yeah. You, you teamed up with guys that could eat the pinballs for them. Right. And so there was—but but now they're not doing that. But then at the same time— They've already announced a few matches for Wrestle Kingdom and EGE, and and uh, Zach Sabre is one of them. So, you know, neither of these teams are going to win. And I don't know how hard they're really going to be going in this tournament. And I'll just say, like, I'm, I'm not a big fan. I don't think Zach Sabre and. and to, I think that given the nature of this tournament and given the negative tendencies. That these two performers can have, and don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not burying Zack Sabre Jr., I'm not burying uh, Taichi, with that being said, there are valid things that people dislike about them, and I feel like this will only, what's the word that I'm looking for? um validate like validate that or or showcase those things because it's the world tag league and I don't think they're going to be working their hardest I don't okay. think that the, I I just think that this is going to be a team that next when it's all said and done we're going to be like oh my god <laughs> skip those matches is Zach Sabre even a wrestler of the year candidate <laughs> like that's what yeah. it's going to feel like it's Dude, be like I, I, what what did I ever Zach has so much goodwill with me and Jeremy this past year and this is gonna undo all of that like we're gonna be like what did I ever see in him we're gonna be like a scorned girlfriend <laughs> oh you know? my
1: gosh but yeah I, I'm not a big fan of Tai Chi man that that go to a match that's a real
0: bad taste in my mouth and which one the particu- particular one. the power struggle match you thought the power struggle was worse than the Destruction one. I thought they were both bad. I thought the second one was fine. I, I thought there was some really bad stuff about it, but I wasn't I down
1: know. like that. I'm 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 not on the ta- the Tai Chi bandwagon, and I could care less about Tai Chi. And you know, I, I would much rather have seen Zack Sabre and Suzuki. I know you can't do that because then they would literally win.
0: Who could beat that team? <laughs> lots of people could beat that team the problem is is new japan doesn't want them taking pinfalls right like they'd be fine though they they literally would have been fine and they should have we should have gotten that tag team like zach and suzuki tagged this that's my problem is like they're they were the like you mentioned the tag chain are they still tag they're still tag, they're still tag champs with the british aren't they or did they lose the belts no, I think they lost the titles to CCK or Aussie Open. Gotcha. Yeah, that's right. yeah, I think they did lose the bells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they were tag champs in Rev Pro. It's like they've been teaming all year. It's like that's my whole thing. Is like you know, if this uh, you know if this tournament's going to mean something, and you're going to include teams that have teamed not just outside of New Japan but in New Japan Pro Wrestling this year. Don't give us these freaking mishmashes. How many times did we see Issuka and Suzuki outside of the tournament last year? How many times have we ever seen Taichi and, and Zack Saber? And do you think that we're gonna see any of those teams continue? No. No, no, and no. So it's like it, it, it does suck. Yeah. Like it sucks. Oh, you know what? No, the, they're, they're still champions of the British. They are the undisputed British tag team champions right now. they have held the titles for 296 days, winning them on January 20th from Mustache Mountain. They're still the champions. How freaking stupid is that? The NX even more dumb. That, that literally <laughs> makes it dumb like. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I get what hey, from a business standpoint, I get why you're doing this new Japan, but from a fanboy standpoint, you're dumb. This is <laughs>
1: stupid. I mean, even from a kayfabe standpoint. From a
0: kayfabe, yeah, like like me being a fanboy, I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah. Like this makes me not like your tournament. And there's a lot I don't like about your tournament, New Japan, right now. Like, yeah. this is suck. This sucks. Ugh.
1: <laughs> All right. So the, the last team was last year's winner of the World Tag League, representing Los Ingresables de Japón, Evil and Sonata.
0: Yeah, so it'll be good to see these two guys get back together. Um, I don't think we've seen them team together since what Dominion?
1: Yeah, in New Japan. No, no. Um, the the following U.S. show, the Young Bucks uh, the return That's right, match. That's The the, young uh,
0: the San Francisco show. Yeah. In the Cow Palace. Yeah. So we haven't seen them since like July, basically team. In, so basically half a year. Now they have teamed quite a few times outside of New Japan. Yes. Um, this makes sense. <laughs> they held titles this past year. They they had great matches. Um, and you know, who, who it was evil that got injured? Yeah. You know,
1: before that injury, it felt like they were trying to push them as like the top Japanese team.
0: Yeah, it it, it did, and um, I was glad last year when I predicted correctly early on before the tournament started that they were winning the whole tournament. Um, I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Well, I just want to throw out. I think that they're they're winning the tournament again this year. I don't. I I that's not who I have slotted, and we we'll, we can get into that. But I uh, I am excited for for Evil and Sonata to be included in the tournament. Um, but I don't have much more to say beyond that. Really, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're a solid team. Mm-hmm. I expect them
1: to have good matches. Um, I mean, I like I like both of these guys a lot, and uh, I feel like Evil has gotten better this year. Um. So, yeah, not too much more to add to them. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think Evil and Sonata are winning this thing. Who do you think's winning?
0: Um, I've been feeling this way for quite a while, and it just feels like it's their year in my mind. And it's I I think they're going kes. Hmm. I I've been feeling that Killer Elite Squad was going to win this tournament for quite a while, and I mean. Taking a look at this field, it makes the most sense to me. But I, I, hey, they, New Japan has done some wacky stuff this year, yeah. Not just this year, but with this tournament in the past. So yeah, I don't know it'll be interesting to see. I, I, I guess for me, why I'm not
1: as strong on, on Kes is just because they haven't been here as much this year, and I feel like they've kind of been in, on like you know on the back burner, kind of like out of, out of focus. Uh, So it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind for me. Um, And I feel like they want to get... I mean, Evil and Sonata need something to do at Wrestle Kingdom. And they're clearly not going the Evil-Saber route like I thought they were going to go.
0: Yeah, I I think that's one reason that I was uh, locking in on KES was because I thought they were going Evil and Zack Sabre, which I'm sure they can go to the well with that later on at some point, uh, which is great. But at the same time... um, I mean, Evil and Sonata, dude, they could be in the six-man gauntlet, which I wouldn't be surprised if that's where they end up.
1: I don't know. I want Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if KES ends up in the six-man gauntlet.
0: They could yeah. be. But, um, I mean, so, I think that I, I have a strong feeling that all four of these teams are going to end up... Um, this is just my feeling, and people probably don't like this booking, but it's just what I think that they're going to do. I think they're doing a four-way tag uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that there's going to be a multi-man tag match at Wrestle Kingdom However, I still think, I mean, obviously there's going to be one overall winner But just like the Super Junior Tag League, we got one winner, we still ended up with a multi-man match
0: I'm not even talking so much about the uh, the outcome of the tournament But, I mean, you got to consider the Bucks are definitely going to be involved in the tag match at Wrestle Kingdom Mm-hmm um, and it's not going to be a one-on-one match because of this tournament, obviously. G.O.D. is definitely going to be involved in it. And then you've got whoever wins this tournament, um, which you could do a triple threat, but right. then they're already doing a triple threat with the, junior tag. the juniors. Yeah. So I feel like they would literally be more inclined at this point. We're not getting a one-on-one tag match, so I just think they're going to do a four-way. I think it's going to be... And K.S. is one of the... I think it is going to be KES. Um, possibly Best Friends, The Young Bucks, and G.O.D. That's what Mm. I think. I don't know. I think L.I.J. is going to be in that mix. I, I, the main reason I kind of don't think they will be is just because they gave them a run, but then they haven't done anything with them since then. And I feel like going forward, they're going to focus more on them as singles. Um, Which I feel like with New Japan, when you have them in their tag, like in a tag, it seems to be that they're focused as a tag. But when they're in like a six man, it's a schmazz, so they can be, you know, single stars, whatever. It doesn't matter. So, I mean, that's just my opinion. I I don't. But here's the thing. There's a lot of people who are picking LIJ that I've seen online already. And I think they're an early favorite. And it makes a lot of sense why. But my gut is telling me that KES is winning this thing. And my gut led me to victory last year. And I think I think we're going to ride again, baby. All right. Well,
1: we'll see in December who's taking the victory let's, lap.
0: Let's take a look and let's talk about this.
1: What teams have no shot of winning? Uh, Makabe and Hanare, no shot.
0: You think Makabe and Hanare have no shot?
1: Yep. Okay, uh, I ten, agree. Tenkozi, no shot. I agree. Nagata and Makanishi, no shot. Agree. Yoshida and U- Umino, no shot. Agree. Um... Juice and Finley, no shot. I give them a chance. Based on what's happening with Juice, uh, um, what his potential Wrestle Kingdom match is, uh, uh, no shot for me.
0: I'm not going to say no shot. I'm going to say it's an unlikely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I'm not predicting them, obviously, but yeah. I'm not saying no shot on them. Um, Elgin and Cobb. I, I think they, they have a slim chance. I agree. It's I want to say
1: completely no shot, but there is that, that there's a glimmer of hope for those guys. Yep. Uh, Ishii and Yano, there's, there's a chance there. Well, actually, there is no chance. because there's, no, there's, no, there's no chance. Yeah, because of the ref pro match. So, no chance there. Uh, Best Friends, I think there's a chance. I agree. Uh, Hangman and Yujiro, I don't think they got a shot. Nope. Uh, GOD, they have a shot.
0: That's four teams that we kind of think might have a chance.
1: Uh, Suzuki and Iska, no shot. KES, obviously they have a shot. Uh, Sabre Tai Chi, no shot. Evil and Sonata, shot. So
0: there's six teams. How many teams are in this tournament? 14. Okay, so eight teams that we literally are like, they are literally hopeless. You have no chance whatsoever of winning this thing. That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And then in, in all actuality... There's probably only, out of those six teams, there's, like, three of them that we're kind of being, like, a little nice about. Realistically, what teams do you think are, like, you have a very good chance of winning? This is pretty much, what, KES, Best Friends, and LIJ? Yeah. Um, I want to talk about this, so let's talk about the, um, you know, the nature of this tournament the the, the the format the format yeah yeah
1: so this year the tournament is a single block tournament just like we saw with the super junior tag league last year this was a two block tournament we had a block and b block last year and in multiple past years this was
0: a multi-block tournament yeah I'm looking through the records and I'm trying to see like when the last time they they they've ever done a single block format. W- um. It looks like it was in 2007. Yeah, they, Yeah. in 2007, they did an eight-team, one-block tournament. And they had a four-way tie for first place, so they had a semifinal set up. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a cluster.
1: So, yeah, so we're returning to no blocks, everybody battling out. The top two teams with the most points uh, facing off on December 9th in the finals. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I mean, the Super Junior Tag League, we ended up with a uh, three-way for the finals. Um, so you never know what's going to happen in the finals.
0: You know, I didn't really get a chance to weigh in on that last week. Obviously, um, I thought that the match that they had at uh, Power Struggle was very, very good. The match for uh, between you know between the three different teams, but it was it's like this. We sat through a whole tournament, you and me. We watched every single match to get a three-way tie to get basically what What happened afterwards. It
1: tur- they they it turned t- into a, a three-way match. I also think, mm-hmm. boom. We got a three-way to
0: set up a three-way. We got a three-way to set... We got a tournament to set up a three-way to set up a three-way. And the tournament... We already we've already voiced our complaints about it, but then nobody got over. The only, I mean, yeah, they did a good job of setting up Shingo, great, but now now what? Yeah. Uh you know what, but Oh wait. Wait a second. Oh my god. Okay, hold on. What? Skirt. So Shingo and Bushi are already they already have a match at Wrestle Kingdom, huh? Yes. You know, for some reason I forgot about that, and I was thinking that that Evil and Sonata would have a third person to team with, but they, they really are not going to. So they have a good chance of winning this tournament, yes, huh? Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I was being <laughs> foolish. The only thing is, if they do that, it's going to be back-to-back, uh, yeah. which they did that a couple years ago. I mean, and
1: they just did it this year with the juniors for Pungi 3K,
0: one back-to-back. I think that they might win it, But at the same time, it's like um, if they didn't win it, let's say hypothetically, they might still end up in the tag title match regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's a a good thing to point out. But yeah, so I mean, it's like we did a single block tournament to wind up with nothing. Now we're getting another single block
1: tournament. You know what? I will say... I, now I'm not completely upset about that finish anymore because there's another promotion that had a tournament where somebody who wasn't in the tournament won, won the tournament. <laughs> so at least the three teams actually were competing in the tournament. Oh my god! How do you know about that? Did you watch that? I, I didn't, but you know, I, I keep up. I listen to multiple wrestling podcasts um, and heard about that.
0: Well, you know what though. We ended up, that tournament, we're, we're talking about the crown, what's it called? The,
1: the best in the world, world, the World Cup to determine the best in the world. The
0: World Cup to determine the best in the world. <laughs> we ended up with someone who wasn't the best in the world, and then we, we did the super junior tag league to wind up with a team that just ended up in another, hey, good job boys, you won the whole tournament, guess what, you gotta do it again, yeah. get back in there, Stupid dumb uh, and i'm and now i'm like cringing about the like i'm cringing about why are they going to a uh a single block tournament because they, they're probably gonna do some crazy because <laughs> i feel like they're gonna they're gonna do some some tomfoolies. yeah they're gonna bamboozle like, us
1: yeah just like finessing
0: why y'all fin- yeah why y'all finessing it's like it's stupid and we ended up with less teams but more dates and yeah. more shows. And that's not a good thing when it comes to World Tag League. Yeah. Oh, my God. Last year, getting through the World Tag League was one of the, the like accomplishments in my life. I couldn't believe I did it. <laughs> Are you going to watch everything? I
1: mean, I, we, I, we have a duty to <laughs> the fans of keeping it strong style. <laughs> Um, To watch and report on the
0: tournament. Oh, I don't know if I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I really don't know if I can.
1: What let's, let's talk about one positive thing about okay. this, on this tour. Okay, let's talk about the positive. And that is the Mega Aces, Kazushika Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi joining forces for a number of dates in six-man and eight-man tag bouts throughout this tournament.
0: Guys, when we come up with the terminology that's super niche like this, like the Super Aces, please tweet it out. Please tweet it out and give us credit for it, please. Because I, I'm, I'm going to hate nothing more than to find out that like Reddit like Kevin Kelly be like, Reddit user jar of peanuts calls them <laughs> the, mega, the ace. mega aces. And we'll be like, damn you jar of peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> damn you, muzzle. <Maza. laughs> oh my god. But yes, um I love that we do that. Like remember last year when um Okada started using the uh the Cobra Clutch, we were calling it the billion yen dream. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh so yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's going to be great seeing Okada and
0: uh, Tanahashi team throughout this tour. I hope when they team together, it's super heavy-handed, and at the end of every match, they do the handshake again, just like the real like mega powers, you know? Yeah. Like, how, do you remember that? Like after every match, they like Did the handshake. They yeah. would do the handshake. <laughs> like, I want that. I want nothing more than that. Uh, also, we
1: got some questions. I f- almost forgot about. Um, so we had a question from Reddit user Templar235. He said, "I'm very, I'm fairly disappointed with the teams announced for World Tag League. Lots of New Japan dads. No good old Virginia boys. Two crappy Suzuki Gun teams instead of Suzuki and ZSJ Super Team. No GBH. What are your thoughts on the lackluster team selection? We just
0: pretty much." Dude gave our thoughts on that. You need to come on the show because he literally just did our review in like one paragraph. Yeah, it makes me wonder if we should even be doing this show. (laughs) We're we're over an hour into the show and like he summed up the whole thing. Like you're absolutely right. We, we hate all of those things. I'm glad, though, that we didn't miss anything because everything he, he touched on, we talked about.
1: Yes. Uh, and then our boy, Muzza underscore 44, he wants to know what teams from outside of New Japan would you like to have seen in the World Tag League? Personally, would have liked to see in Ring Conf, Aussie Open, or perhaps Silas Young in the Bear City Bruiser.
0: Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I, cool. I don't. I don't mean to make fun of you. Like I'm all. I'm all about Ring Comp and I'm all about Aussie Open. But then, you, please tell me you're joking about Beer City Bruiser and, and Silas and Young. Silas. I think that that's a troll.
1: Yeah. I think that's a rib. Especially since they're not even teaming anymore. It's uh, Beer City's teaming with Brian Malonis as a bouncers, and uh, Silas Young is teaming with Bully Ray.
0: Yeah. So, uh, are there any teams that like? Oh, this is fun. We always do this like with the G1. So it's like, okay, if you can. Yeah.
1: The number one team that I think I would... I'm like, logically speaking, that would would actually make sense and it actually could have happened. The Briscos. Oh, yeah. You tell... What the heck were the Briscoes doing in November and December that they couldn't fr- go to Japan on this tour?
0: Having Christmas with their families? They, lo-
1: they, they dropped the Ring of Honor tag titles. Like, get, get your butts... Send them
0: boys off the farm. Send them to... Get them on a plane. That's true. So, yeah, you got the Briscoes... Um, Who else is in in, Ring of Honor? The Kingdom. Vinnie Marsalia and the TKO Ryan. SCU.
1: SC freaking U. And it seemed like we were going to get SCU too,
0: didn't it? Yeah, I mean, they've been featured a lot on the the, uh, California New Japan shows. So, I mean, that's three teams right there. Um, What are some other teams that you can think of that you would have liked to have seen? Um, I mean... Not that it could have necessarily happened, but, you know, there's always freaking the Mexa brothers Phoenix, and Pentagon. Right. I mean... Or, well, you know... Like, uh, what more do you
1: want there? The like Me- Mexi-Bloods, uh, Phoenix, and Flamita, they've been in Japan a lot lately. You mean, uh... Not Phoenix. Band- I mean, uh, yes, yeah, Bandito. Me. Sorry, Bandito and Flamita. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yep. So, uh, those are two teams from Mexico, right there. So let's just let's just let's just do the round. So you got a couple teams from Ring of Honor. You got a couple teams from Mexico. Let's let's go somewhere else. Where are we going? We're we gonna go WWE. <laughs> sure. Let's do WWE. What, what teams you want to bring in? The Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus. Okay. The Usos. <laughs> okay. The Usos. I pick. I'm gonna go. Uh, I mean, who, who's in WWE? The, the New Day. <laughs> the New Day, okay. So there's like the three big teams, basically. Yeah. At, okay, let's go NXT. So you got Undisputed Era, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Red Dragon, which I think anyone in their right mind would want to see. You got Mustache Mountain, obviously. Um, you got the freaking War Raiders, formerly known as War Machine, that they you have the evolve tag team (laughs) champions the street profits (laughs) Uh, i don't know if they're ready for a world (laughs) tag league but uh yes i mean you got your wwe stuff right there uh let's go to impact you got the ogs yeah uh hernandez and uh homicide oh that's different so that's different from lax Right, so so you got the actual
1: LAX. The, well, there, well, the, yeah, they're the, the, the original, but they're they're called they're the 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 OGs now. Oh, gotcha. Then you got the the new LAX. I don't
0: want to watch Homicide in Hernandez. <laughs> well, can they still go?
1: Honestly, I haven't seen. I've only seen clips. Okay, um, the, the, that the, that's like the only team I know basically is yeah. LAX. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they used. I mean, the, um, they also use uh, Phoenix and Pentagon. Okay, the, well, the Chris brothers, OVV, OV, OVE with the team. Oh, up. they suck.
0: Uh, <laughs> let's talk. You watch MLW, so you kind of know who's, who's hot on the indies right now. So, I mean, what tag I mean, teams are out there? They're
1: also using Pentagon and Phoenix. Um, our, our boys, the Dirty Blondes, mm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I love them, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's not
0: actually, there's not really that many teams in MLW right now. Then you go now. to Europe and you got Ring Comp. You got Aussie Open, you got CCK. I mean, there's a bunch of teams out there, and then um, you know, let's go to Japan. And let's do. And I think I got this side of it. So for me, the freaking uh, Strong BJ. Oh my God! If they were so, these are like some teams that I'm like, ple Like I don't understand why they can't come into to do a World Tag League. But um, Strong BJ, um, the Twin Towers. Um, those are probably like the two mega super like well-known teams that I'm just like, why can't they, why can't they come in and like, um, you know, the twin towers is, is Zeus and bodyguard from all Japan. And then you've got, uh, Daisuke Sakamoto and he teams with Shuji Ishikawa, I believe. But like those two teams are just freaking muscle teams that I'm like, dude, I would love to see them. So I mean, obviously there's a lot of tag teams that are. Also, what just
1: pops in my mind, uh, PwG guys, uh, the Rascals, Desmond oh, yeah. Xavier and Zachary Wentz. Zachary those Wentz. guys are
0: amazing. Yep, yeah, they're great. And but I mean the real problem here is like we're naming all these teams or whatever, but it's like the real problem is the lack of tag teams in New Japan and so we end up every year doing this tag league and we end up with these mishmashed teams with teams that you know aren't going to win um, It th- some of the problems is just like what uh, Templar pointed out, all these guys that teamed together this year but they didn't get put together for the tournament so it shows this is indicative of the problem that's in New Japan with their tag team wrestling in general you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now How excited could I possibly be for a World Tag League with this lineup when I just got a single block tournament last month with talent that was, on paper, infinitely better, with matchups that were way sexier than this, and I got three star special literally like a flat line gentleman 3 the gentleman 3 <laughs> but it was like literally a flat line like 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 literally life support <laughs> um, and 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 i'm supposed to get excited for a bigger tournament with this lineup which it's so i mean like we're not even going to do a prediction tournament bec- like because it's easy this is way this is easier than the last one yeah so yeah i'm just uh I do—I will say this, though, on a positive note, because this tournament has produced a lot of little gems, I do think that there's going to be some really good matches. Yeah. Whereas in the last tournament, I thought there was going to be phenomenal matches, and there just wasn't. I actually think that this tournament will wind—even though this match—this tournament's going to have lower lows, looking at you and Suzuki and (laughs) Iska. It's going to have high highs. Yeah. There are going to... I mean, nothing like match of the year contender worthy. but There's going to be four to four and a half star matches on this tournament.
1: Yeah. Trust me. Um, and then we got a question from our boy Rich. He wants to know, do you guys care at all that Kenny Omega isn't on a tour again? So Kenny is not on this World Tag League tour. I don't know. Do you care? Uh, so I... I kind of, I'm kind of on both sides of the fence One side, I mean, I'm a big Kenny Omega fan I enjoy seeing him wrestle I, I, You know, that would be another, you know Another thing that could have helped us Got through this tour Was, you know, building up Kenny Omega and Tanahashi But on the other hand, it's like I kind of get not having Kenny on the tour It's like, how many times are we going to sh- have him and Tanahashi In a multi-man match um, And, you know, it's just like I kind of like keeping them apart and having Wrestle Kingdom being that first big time they, you know, get
0: in the ring with each other. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I have some stuff to say about it. Um, he's the IWGP champion. He should be on the tour. He just should be. Um, it's bullcrap at this point that, like, he keeps missing tours, but he's the IWGP champion Um, And I know that he's given a spiel before about growing the brand. But I don't think that his, like, extracurriculars are actually building the brand. They're building the Kenny Omega brand. They're building the elite brand. But they're really not helping New Japan, honestly. Like, so it's kind of bullcrap. At the same time, I don't really miss him.
1: Right. I mean, what? I mean, is him being in a multi-man match...
0: I mean, like... Oh, I think it's important. I mean, it's important, but is it really going to make or break this tour? Yeah, it's it's pretty important, actually. Let's let's look at it this way. Um, Naito and Okada wrestled a bunch of times last year on the tour. We saw, like, what, a couple of them because they were shot at Corkin. Yeah. They're not going to be airing every single multi let's say hypothetically he does tag matches the whole tour against tanahashi they're not going to air all that on new japan world what that's going to do it's going to help them learn one another not that they need it but another thing it's going to do is build anticip. these are preview matches preview for their main event it's going to build anticipation for the show. That's how business is done over there. And I'm not saying anything that Kenny doesn't know or that Tanahashi doesn't know, but to say like, would it help? Absolutely. It would help. There's no way that it would not help the numbers for the Tokyo dome show. You know what it does do? It does hurt. I don't know how much it hurts and I'm not saying that they're not going to do a number or whatever, but there's no way it doesn't. There's no way it helps him. Not being there does not help new Japan bottom line, does it make a big enough difference to where it's like, oh, you know, um, you know, whatever, like, probably not, but I just, I don't think you get to be the champion if you just, you don't show up. Like, especially since the other champions, they freaking show up. And Sounds like another promotion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I, I think that it does, now the, the other problem is that, like, I don't really care. It's not like I'm because we're faced with the situation right now and the question from Rich I'm just calling I'm just calling it like I see it. But I'm not in my room or you know going through my day thinking like I can't believe Kenny's missing this tour. I really don't care that Kenny's not on the tour and that's a problem. I should care that Kenny's not on this tour. Yeah. I should really be pissed and I should like be wanting to see him but I'm like I don't even at this point I'm kind of like I don't care I don't even care if Kenny wins in the Tokyo Dome I don't care if Kenny comes back next year like it's whatever and that's the problem I
1: wouldn't say I wouldn't go that far say I wouldn't. I don't care if he doesn't come back
0: this year but oh I don't I, I'm apathetic to it do I want him to come back absolutely is it better for business absolutely Kenny moves the, the needle like he's he's big business but as a fan I just kind of don't care like and that and it's not necessarily all his fault but it kind of i've been getting that vibe this year yeah. and i don't feel like i'm the only one it's not
1: like i'm the I mean, only. Yeah, a lot of people have been kind of down on kenny this year
0: yeah so crazy it's, and he's had he's probably gonna be wrestler of the year kenny's gonna be wrestler you're most likely like in most publications and stuff yes probably <laughs> and and i'm also kind of like you know if kenny left i wouldn't yeah, it's whatever
1: all right, so let's wrap up this uh, World Tag League talk. So the shows start airing live on New Japan World uh, November 17th. The first two shows and the last shows on the tour will have England and Terry. You can find the sting of matches on New Japan's website. So that's our World Tag League uh, preview. We'll be giving you World Tag
0: don't, don't forget, we're getting Lanny Poffo.
1: Oh, my <laughs> That's another thing that makes this tour... Uh, We're
0: getting Lanny Papo on this tour. Um, do we know like how many of these nights are in English or anything like that? Yeah, yeah
1: the first two shinglish and the last four shows.
0: Okay, so six nights. How many nights is it?
1: Um, that, um, I don't have the... I know it starts the 17th and it ends December 9th, but I know there'll, there'll be breaks in between some of that.
0: Um, man we're getting a lot of matches how many teams are there 14 was there was there that many for the junior tag league no it was 12 12 yeah so we're getting more so it's like they're finessing us because they're getting more matches than they did last year's tournament with less teams yeah and they're, they're and they're doing <laughs> more nights yeah um cool man cool can't <laughs> it's gonna be great. Finessing out
1: here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Alright, before we uh, jump into the news, we need to announce the Wrestler of the Month and Match of the Month for October. Um, So, the Match of the Month for October that we we both agreed on was the controversial Triple Threat match uh, between... Cody, Kota Ibushi, and Kenny Omega for the IWGP uh, Championship from King of Pro Wrestling.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, in the month of October, I'll, I'll just be honest, there wasn't a lot of stiff competition. <laughs> um, you know, it really came down to what you liked best off of King of Pro Wrestling. Um, and yeah, and that was the that was match of the night, and according to both of us. Um I wouldn't call it a match of the year contender, but it's a good match. But it was the best match on the card. And it's the best match in October.
1: Yeah. Um, And then for the wrestler of the month, we both agreed that it is Shingo Takagi. uh, Made his big debut, King of Pro Wrestling. And then they spent the whole Super Junior Tag League in October uh, building him up, getting him over, getting the fans accustomed to him.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I don't think anybody made as much of an impact or was highlighted quite as much as Shingo. Um, The only other two directions I was kind of torn to go when it came to Wrestler of the Month was, I thought maybe we just do LIJ as a unit, but it didn't seem like it was about him and Bushi as much as it was, it's the Shingo show. Mm -hmm. And then I was very close to considering that we should name Roppongi 3K because they had an outstanding month. Um, they had some of the best matches on the tour, but when it was all said and done, it was all about Shingo in yeah. October.
1: Yeah. Shingo show. So Shingo, Shingo, congratulations. Shingo-tober.
0: Shingo-tober. Yeah. That's our, uh, <laughs> that's, that's going to do it for the wrestler of the month and the match of the month. And, you know, at this point, I'm guessing we're pretty much like locked. I mean, I I know we talked about like doing uh, cutting off our, our voting options in, uh, no- at the end of November, but with the World Tag League starting out, I, I feel like we should just pretty much go from tag league to tag league. Yeah, and uh,
1: drop the award sometime probably next week or the week after.
0: We pretty much got the awards locked up. There's a couple um, categories that me and Jeremy are going to have to fight each other about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and kind of locked down. But I mean, we pretty much have our awards. Right. You know. This will
1: be our second annual Keeping a Strong Style year in awards.
0: Yeah. And it's crazy, like, with how much the show's grown. Like, last year, we had quite a bit of fan interaction, but, like, and we were, like, blown away. But the amount of votes we got was, like, it doesn't even, it's not even close to how many people listen to the show now. Yeah. Which so, is like crazy. So I'm expecting a lot of votes this year. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna be we're gonna be dropping our uh, what is it? It's a Google Doc. Yeah, it'll be
1: one of the the Google forms similar to like the contests that we've done. It'll be a Google form. You know, you can vote. We run. we
0: want you guys to share that. Uh, if you guys run wrestling groups or wrestling pages. If, the, if you have a way to sticky it or if you have a way to share it or, you know what I mean? I don't know what the terms are uh, out there, but we want people in, involved and in, in invest in this. And I think we're going to even have like uh, ways where people can get more connected to the show through the voting as well or right? something yeah. like that nature. So, um, but I'm very, very excited. Like award season is one of the most exciting times of the year for us. And um, I'm looking forward to the preview show. I'm looking forward to the the actual awards. Yeah, Um, our one year anniversary is literally a couple weeks. Yeah, we are less than a month away, and Wrestle Kingdom is coming up. Yes, so it's, it's a beautiful time. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome.
1: Alright, so let's jump into the news So there have been reports going around Of WWE reportedly Making uh, offers to a lot Of New Japan stars Including Tetsuya Naito And it, uh, This comes from the Wrestling Observer In an interview with Tokyo Sports He said that he received an offer from WWE After the Dominion show in June Naito says, I didn't even give it thought. The New Japan ring is already the world's number one stage. The fans know this. That's why I think we should focus on our home crowd before looking internationally. Naito would be one of the three, at least, Japanese top guys. Uh, that that were sent feelers from WWE the other two that we're aware of didn't turn the offers down without thought although one would be a huge surprise and the other would be a great worker who I don't I didn't see flourishing in the WWE system but also probably wouldn't have any reservations about moving to the US like many of the Japanese might
0: huh What's Who do you think... Who's that? That's Dave?
1: Yes, this is coming... That was from Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter.
0: A great Japanese worker who would not flourish in WWE. Who do you think they're talking about? I don't know. Ishii? That's exactly who I think. (laughs) (laughs) That is exactly... I'm like oh my god can you imagine Ishii like coming to WWE like would it either be the most awesome thing no it wouldn't be awesome but in a way like the the matchups the dream matches could either be awesome or be the most off and it'd probably be the most awful thing but like yeah. I, I've said it for years but like a motivated Brock Lesnar and you know Tomohiro Ishii with with no regard for like Brock's safety or health is like <laughs> is like my dream match like like, I'm, I'm here for that match all day. Uh, we got a question from Reddit user Maserati
1: he said I heard some rum- rumors that New Japan is offering big money to current WWE stars to come over is there any truth to that? I mean Naito has come out and said that he was sent an offer so I mean that makes me believe that there were other
0: guys that were sent offers. It's absolutely true. We've corroborated the story. <laughs> we know it to be a hundred percent fact. And WWE is throwing out ten figure salaries to these guys. <laughs> no, nah, we have we have no idea what 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 is or what what isn't true. Um, I do think it's interesting that they they wanted Naito right off the heels of the Jericho match. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe uh, there's something to. Something uh, working with that guy that, you know, makes makes you look like a
1: star. Oh, you know what? I read. I, I interpret his question wrong. So he was asking about New Japan sending offer to WWE stars. Not WWE sending offer to New Japan stars. There
0: was reports that, that they've been trying to reach out to WWE guys.
1: Yeah. Um, so again, I don't. I don't think no wrestlers come out like Naito has come out on the New Japan side, but. Uh, I'm sure, with the way WWE has been um, just swallowing up talent the last couple of years, that they have made offers. And so his follow-up question is, who is most likely willing to come over, and who would you guys want to recruit? What factions would they c- join? So what WWE guys would we want to bring to New Japan? Cena.
0: The champ is here. Oh, my gosh. Yo, he's got that new, like, Street Fighter finishing move. He can bust that out. Super strong style, you know? Oh, my gosh. He lives in China, bro. It's a hop, skip, and a jump away. Like, he he can get there at no time. Super cheap. Makes all the sense in the world.
1: Yeah, he would be my top choice. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Um, I mean, obviously, you got to start with the guys that have New Japan history. I mean... I would love to have an AJ Styles back in New Japan, Shinsuke Nakamura, Carl Anderson,
0: Lesnar, Tenzai.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All the legends. All like, yeah. <laughs> but you know, as far as like newer guys, I mean, I would love a Samoa Joe.
0: Um, I think, I think,
1: yeah, I would, oh my God. And if he would have to be in a faction, I would put him probably in Suzuki-gun.
0: Um, to Gucci, Japan, (laughs) the elite. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so, no, I think the the, going back to the report, just want to touch on it. The the whole thing is, is that Dave had said that they they're willing or that the allegation is that New Japan is willing to pay top dollars to get guys that they think would draw well in New Japan similar to like the deal that they gave to Jericho so we're talking big money for very few dates Um not saying it would be like one or two times a year necessarily we don't know all the details but yeah I mean if you're, if you're Nakamura and you're over there you know working in WWE and you get a chance to come home to your home promotion and you've already done everything you're gonna do in WWE I mean why not come back for less dates and more money. Right. If it's comparable to what you're making or or more, who knows, possibly. So, um, And I've wanted Shinsuke to come back so bad. I I don't know that he ever will, but, I mean, um, Devitt is another guy. Oh, yeah, Balor, yeah. Devitt's another guy I could could see potentially, but I I don't know how much money they're making over there. Um, Do you think that there's, like, any... Anyone Jericho-esque, like, a big-name... Who they could entice to come over? Who's kind of like done done with the company? An older guy?
1: Uh, not really. I feel a lot of the, those guys in like Jericho's class are kind of like WWE like homers, like super loyal to like they wouldn't bring over like say a Randy Orton, right? Right. You know, I can't see that Randy Orton. You know, a uh, Mark Henry, um, a Big Show. You know, maybe they could get Batista. I mean, they could throw feelers out to him, but you know there's rumors of him working WrestleMania this year, and then, you know he's talked about wanting to finish up with WWE. So,
0: yeah, I don't know who they'd be trying to bring over. I, I would have to imagine it's probably people that work. I mean, worked uh, with I mean Bill Goldberg. I mean, there were rumors in the past about them
1: trying to. Bring oh, they over.
0: they tried to get Bill. Yeah. You think they'd try to get Hogan?
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't know if they even understand like what what Hogan's. Been going through over here in the states.
0: Oh my god, this is a funny question. Like this question is way funnier than it was ever intended to be when it was asked. Like it's such a like like an actual good question, and like I'm just making a mockery out of it. But yeah. So yeah. So that's the new. That's the news. That's gonna do it for keeping a strong style. You guys can follow us.
1: No. Uh, but yeah. Any other? Any serious answers?
0: I gave you my serious answers. Who? Probably the ja- like Oh, probably the, the former New Japan former talent New, yeah. that that that's over there.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, non New non New Japan guys, I would think like you no know, Samoa Joe, I mean, Keith Lee,
0: Matt I mean, pretty much anybody in NXT right now, Matt Riddle. Uh, I think I think the, the deal is they're not looking for top talent like say a Matt Riddle necessarily. <laughs> I think they're looking for a name Yeah for But I'm
1: just saying Like if I was the one Like if they were like Jeremy we want We want you to go Pick scout talent
0: Oh I mean I've been saying for years Like Samojo is always my guy That I would bring I mean Joe just fits Like a glove in New Japan So yeah I mean that's my dream guy I want I want him to be in New Japan Absolutely
1: Um And then his last question is, who's Yoshihashi of WWE? This is actually something that we have been trying to to figure out for a long time now. The majority of this year, me, you, and Rich have been asking ourselves, who is the Yoshihashi of WWE? And I I believe there was, at one point, we came up to an answer, but I do not remember who we said was the Yoshihashi of WWE.
0: Dude, I don't know. Christian? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe Ziggler? Ryder? No, they've never gotten behind him. No, Ziggler's the Godo. Right,
1: right, 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 right. I forget now.
0: It's got to be, like, somebody that, like, they push, but not really in that, like... They're not actually behind, but they sort of are. Maybe Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bro, with his booking this past year, I mean could be yeah, maybe, I, I literally don't know
1: yeah maybe rich can hit us up and re- he'll remind us on who who that was I
0: don't even watch that company like I literally struggled to remember what tag teams are over there um I have no idea
1: yeah yeah I have to think I' have to hit up Rich and see if we can remember who that was uh, but that, that was literally a question we we were debating at the beginning of this year. Um, So moving back on to the news um, We have some news On JR and his um, He has some contract issues So due to a contract issue He will be off The Access New Japan show From December 31st to March 31st which means The Tokyo Dome show as well Um, So the basic gist is in 2017 When WWE was doing everything to try And stop the ITV launch Of World of Sport WWE made a huge offer to Jim Ross To return and do special events But because Ross was already Under contract to access until uh, The end of 2017 That was part of the deal that he would be allowed to Honor his existing contract Um, So you had him working for both Of those companies Um, And you know Ross Um Ended up doing like the May Young Classic in the UK tournament. Um, he was originally announced as a UK host of the UK show, which was long delayed. Then uh, this this year they ended up not using him for either the May Young Classic or the UK show. Um, another notable sign that he wasn't invited to uh, the episode of SmackDown, while Jerry Lawler was. However, WWE and Vince McMahon personally gave Ross the OK to sign. For 2018 to continue with New Japan on, ask, on Access, um, so he was able to sign a one-year deal. As noted earlier, things changed when Ross was offered a spot as analyst for Quintet, which we mentioned earlier this year on this show, which is Sakuraba's submission tournament on UFC Fight Pass.
0: His Survivor Series MMA promotion. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and uh, WWE would not allow him to do it. Uh, And then likely to do with the MSG sellout, WWE wouldn't allow him to sign a new deal of access So his WWE contract expires on March 31st Right now the belief is that he will then sign a new deal of access when he's legally able to be a free agent Although it's quite possible that WWE will make him a big offer to try and keep him so, yeah, that's the update on Jr. on his contract status.
0: Yeah, and I also heard that there's a chance that they're um, they're about to be done with Josh Barnett as well. Yeah, I did hear that too. Yeah. So. So I mean, I don't know what what's going to happen going forward as far as Axis is concerned, and and you know, with Jim Ross, I mean, from what I'm understanding, and basically what you said, he is resigned for next year. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Uh, well, he, he, he
1: they originally they said he could he they could but then they took that back, so he has to wait until March thirty first to uh, sign
0: again. So there's a chance he might come back, but it's kind of up in the air. Um, I mean I don't know at this point. Like to me, it just makes the most sense. Like so, he was able to resign for 2018, is what this story was saying. Mm.
1: But so he's not he's not able to, he wasn't able to resign for 2019.
0: Well, it sounds like he might be because WWE doesn't seem to be using him. Right, but he's still in a contract with them until March thirty first. Right, yeah. but it doesn't sound like they're gonna try to renew him or anything like right. that unless they're just gonna be petty about it. Right. Well. That's and that's their style. Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. I'm I, I just don't know why you just don't go with Kevin Kelly.
1: Right. I mean Kevin Kelly, Rocky Romero. I mean
0: I literally don't know why they don't just take what the, they' Put on New Japan World. Put on, on X. Ax- yeah, that would makes they make their lives so much easier, wouldn't it? It's cheaper, it's easier. <laughs> they don't have to. It's called live, so it's gonna be better quality than doing it in a studio. Yeah. I mean, I I've enjoyed, <clears throat> for what it's worth, I've enjoyed what what Jim Ross and um, Josh Barnett have done in the studio, and I, I enjoyed what Mauro and Josh Barnett did, but it just doesn't really make sense. And it, I mean, you want to acclimate people to this product. And it, it just doesn't make sense when, like, you turn it, tune it into, if you watch on Axis, and then all of a sudden you got Kevin Kelly and, and uh, you know, um, what's Cyrus, right you know, Don, Callis, Don yeah. Callis, it just, it would just be easier for, I mean, because let's face it, New Japan's still niche, and you still want to draw casual fans, and it's easier to do that when you have consistent, you know, people calling the action, it just makes more sense.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep you updated on JR and what's gonna happen with the Access commentary team. Uh, next, The Elite. They were on uh, Talk as Jericho, uh, which was recorded on the Jericho Cruise. And pretty much the the main point of this interview, um, these guys said that they are no longer a part of the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. That they are officially the elite, and that is the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, Cody, and Marty Scurll. Um They are, you know, we've talked about in the news about how the the last set of Bullet Club shirts with their logos uh, are being sold right now, and Hot Topic and pro wrestling tees. Um, So yeah, and then, you know, Ring of Honor this weekend was the first set of shows after the announcement, and there was no announcement of them being Bullet Club. There was no Bullet Club logo, no mention of pretty much of Bullet Club whatsoever, Um, just them being referred to the elite. Um, Also in that interview, they mentioned, you know, making $0 on shirts that have the Bullet Club logo on them.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, uh, this is something that we've kind of covered You know it talked about in the past but uh I mean it does my my big question is what is it leading to you know and I mean it seems like everyone is starting to feel like they're staying but in what capacity or what role I don't really know
1: right and we did have a question about that from reddit user Jai Brian he says I think it's pretty obvious that the elite aren't going to WWE if that's the case what do you think their 2019 storyline will be in new Japan um, and that's that's the thing like I don't think they're going to WWE, but I, I'm not hundred percent sure that they're gonna be in New Japan or in Ring of Honor in 2019. I mean besides besides the Tokyo Dome, I don't know what what's gonna be in their future.
0: Jericho JR baby <laughs> I don't know yeah I, I I don't know and um you know I just I don't have any investment in the elite right now and that's not me being like a hipster new Japan fan. Because I am a fan of Cody. I'm a fan of the Bucks. We went to All In for, for crying out loud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: I know. And uh, one year ago today, we went to that Ring of Honor taping where the, the Bucks and Kenny and all those Bullet Club guys were there.
0: Man, life is crazy. That was a year ago? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Jeremy, I need to get my life in order. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff is happening, like, very quickly. Oh, my God. Uh, but anyways, um, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of these guys. But with they've kind of just been phased out of New Japan's storylines. Yeah, so I mean, what investment do I
1: have I to mean, them? they've totally dropped the ball at the whole Bullet Club Elite versus Bullet Club OG
0: storyline. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. I I'm we were gonna I don't know if I said this in the last episode, but we were definitely gonna do like for feud of the year, like one of the feuds was going to be like the OGs versus the elite. I I think it's getting nixed. There's yeah. no way that that's a feud of yeah, the dude,
1: year. Yeah, dude. They yeah they it's cra- awful. They crap the bed with they, this. They
0: they yeah they they blew it. Um, they really blew it. Like it's not get it's something that's New Japan. It we talk all the time about how New Japan does such good like long term storytelling, planning seeds. And everybody, bro, how many times did you see people jump on our thread and be like, be patient, be patient, be patient? Yeah. Since July, be patient, be patient, be patient. And now no one's talking about it. And I, hey guys, I almost never call out our fan base or anything like that. So this is not like me being negative on you guys. But I do think that a lot of us felt like, oh, we just got to be patient and wait for the good booking from Gato or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just never happened. And and it's because of the awkward position that New Japan is in because they have to hedge their bets against the Bullet Club for, for the sake of the company because they don't know what these guys are doing next year. And so the storyline has basically been hurt by it. And so it literally is like it does feel like a big portion of our year got wasted focusing on something that didn't pay out. Yeah.
1: So yeah, like, you know, every week in the news, we'll keep you updated on what we hear about the elite guys. Um, This weekend, ring of honor in new Japan presented global wars on honor club. There was four nights. Um, All four nights are up on honor club. I watched um, all three nights. I watched part of night four I highly recommend that you watch um, Naito and Sonata versus Young Bucks Um, Time Machine, Kushida and Chris Saban versus Young Bucks and um, the match from Toronto which was change um, Trent Beretta versus Juice Robinson, all three of these matches above four stars and worth a watch so on that Global Wars tour, um, on the fourth night in Toronto it was supposed to be Cody defending the IWGP US title against Beretta. Um, on that night, but on night three Cody got a knee injury when he was teaming with hangman page against the briscoes um, And was unable to compete in the uh, in the tournament uh, or in the title match, so they replaced it with um, They replaced Cody with juice Robinson, and then they had that banger of a match and juice Robinson ended up getting the win and over Trent Beretta, and after he got the win he got on the mic and he called out Cody he said Cody I'm coming for that title so it looks like the plan is Cody versus Juice at Russell Kingdom and then a few hours ago um, Cody he had an MRI this uh, this morning and he tweeted out he said good news is my doctor is fairly confident that my MCL PCL and ACL are structurally sound Bad news is the meniscus is fairly damaged. Gonna require a scope. No dates will be adjusted at the moment. I will definitely still compete in the final battle main event and at Russell Kingdom. So Cody fans, not to worry. Uh, Floyd from uh, Indie wrestling podcast our buddy Floyd, I know he's a big Cody fan. Was worried he about loves that. Loves Cody. He loves Cody, but Cody's gonna be okay. Dude,
0: Floyd, no, no. Listen, Floyd loves <laughs> Cody. <laughs> Like, I did not realize how deep Floyd's love was for him until I listened to him talk about, uh, the, the NWA, NWA. 70th. <laughs> I was listening to their show and he was giving like the live review and like, I was like, oh wow, dude, he loves Cody. Like, that's his boy. Like, that's his, that's his like ride or die. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad that Cody is, uh, you know, gonna be able to make it to the big shows. I hope he gets better. Um... You know, y- you mentioned some of the, like, recommended stuff, but I heard that, like, the Bucks jobbed to, like... I heard they jobbed to, like, Bully Ray. Yes. Uh,
1: on, <laughs> on night in night one, the Young Bucks lost to Bully Ray and Silas Young. Oh, man. Hey. Yeah. I mean, there were some other good matches on this tour, but those were the three matches. I, I still need to finish night four. Um so but yeah those are the recommended matches and if you want to see what I think about matches and rating there's this cool new app uh, out called grapple I'm sure you heard about it on Voice of Wrestling uh, where you can rate and review matches I've been plugging away and I've been rating a lot of these New Japan matches and these Global Wars matches are up on my profile you can follow me and check out my star ratings how can they find you uh, you download Grapple. My username is at Jeremy L Donovan, like my Twitter account. Follow me, and you'll see all my match ratings. I
0: downloaded that gimmick. I haven't figured it out yet, but uh, <laughs> I have it. I just like I don't know how to find people. Right, the finding people is kind
1: of is hard. Like you have to kind of look through the. The, the grapple users feed thing I mean they kind of give you like the suggest like Joe Lanza and Rich Krej and all those guys
0: Well you guys can find me at Youngboy, that's Young B-O-I, Youngboy uh, I've rated nothing um, So yeah At this point it would just be a picture of my My face but uh, yeah if you Want to connect and see See me rate all the matches uh, Correctly that Jeremy rates incorrectly Because <laughs> Jeremy's a mark.
1: Well, the problem is there. There's no six or seven stars on this on their app. They got, oh, they then
0: had, I'm gonna love this app because it's proper. They need to fix that in the next update. Here's here. I heard Dave the other day talk about this, and he was like, you know, a lot of the matches that I gave like five stars are closer to like four stars now. So I'm like, what the? <laughs> okay, so you're telling me that that all the five star matches are closer to four. But then you had to give other matches six and seven stars. So basically, you're saying that they're really seven or eight stars because the five star <laughs> matches aren't even five star matches, and the snozberries taste like snozberries. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that we need we need something like that. Like, hey, I love Dave, and I'm not gonna hand wave Dave, but uh, I mean, cage match does exist though. This is a cool app, but you know, cage match is out there, and I mean, it's pretty consistent. Yeah. Well, Just saying, I don't know uh, well,
1: but, I haven't been on on their rating thing But uh, guess you should check that out too uh, Also this past week Rev Pro they had their uprising event In London Where Tomohiro Ishii defeated David Starr To retain the British heavyweight title Following that, he was jumped By El Desperado, Tai Chi, Minoru Suzuki And Zack Sabre Jr. And Zack Sabre um, Said he's invoking his contract contracted a rematch and wants it at Wrestle Kingdom 13. So it appears official that Ishii and Saber will be battling for the Red Pro title Wrestle Kingdom 13. The re, the rematch of Wrestlemania weekend that we were
0: there for. I watched that match again recently. It's at, it holds up. It's really really good. So yeah, I mean, I think it's better than Saber and A Kid. Hot oh, take. We'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> a little bit later. But uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's exciting. I heard that this—I haven't seen it yet, but I heard this angle was done really well. People are excited, and I'm, I'm all, i am all—I didn't think we were getting Ishii and Zack Sabre at the at the Dome, but um, I'm glad that we are. Yeah,
1: I think it's going to—yeah, that's going to be fire. Give those guys, like, 15 minutes. I
0: kind of thought they were going to go him and Suzuki again just because. Yeah. I don't know why. I just kind of thought they were going to do that, but this does kind of make sense, though, because if you think about it in the G1, like, he made— Ishii tap out. Yeah. Like people, that kind of got overlooked and like, but I haven't forgot about it. (laughs) Like, being an Ishii homer, like, I'm never gonna forget that. Like, Zach made this man tap out.
1: Um, Speaking of title matches that could potentially be happening at Wrestle Kingdom, the current never openweight champion Goto has um, been offering Ibushi a title shot. Um, they're definitely doing that and this comes from our good buddy Chris Charlton at Raising JP Uh, he said earlier today Ibushi is still rejecting Goto's invitation to challenge for the never belt until Goto proves it's worth Goto has said never represents freedom because you could represent it how you like but Ibushi doesn't know what that's supposed to mean so pretty much Ibushi is telling me Show me why I need to challenge for this title They are going to be facing each other In multi-man matches They're in the,
0: definitely doing this On the match. World
1: Tag League Tour uh, There are some fans that are hopeful that um, Ibushi Will challenge Goto for the belt at um, The to Tokyo Dome show Win the belt and then Osprey Be healthy um, in time To challenge Abushi uh, at the dome.
0: I don't think that's happening.
1: I don't think that's happening either. Not at this point.
0: I think that they were going to find something for Goto to do, but it kind of just worked out the way it works out. Goto's their boy for better or worse. Like they're not, they're not rolling with Osprey on this night. I think we'll probably get Abushi and Osprey at some later date, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think that this match is going to be a banger and, um, you know, I know people can be down on Goto, but dude, Goto and a that yeah, there's that's gonna be a in the in the Tokyo Dome for the Never Belt. Come on, dude, that's gonna be a strong style freaking Matt oh my god
1: 2019 strong style match of the year candidate. It's gonna it's gonna be awesome. Uh, this weekend, New Japan had its Lions Break Project One in uh, California. These matches were not on New Japan World. It didn't air live. It'll probably be on at some point. I would assume. On day one, they had the American Young Lions Carl Fredericks and Alex Coughlin. Uh, They had a 10-minute draw. There was Taguchi defeating Rocky Romero. David Finley, uh, for whatever reason, subbing in for Jeff Cobb on this night, defeated Jushin Thunder Liger. And then Hiroki Goto defeated ACH. Then on day two, ACH defeated the Young Lion Carl Fredericks. Uh, Jushin Thunder Liger defeated Clark Connors. Uh, Risuke Taguchi and Jeff Cobb Defeated Rocky Romero and Hiroki Goto And Kenny Omega Defeated David Finley The free match of the week Is Death Juice Juice Robinson and Sammy Callahan Versus LIJ Evil and Sonata From the 2017 World
0: Tag League Big recommend That match was um, from the first night?
1: I believe it was, yeah
0: That was the main event That's where uh, Death Juice pulled the upset on LIJ I... If I remember correctly, it's about four and a quarter star match. And it, it's a, yeah, it delivers. That's a good match.
1: Um, part three of Shibata's Californian Dreaming documentary is now up on New Japan World. Also up on New Japan World, there are three Rev Pro matches from the October 14th show. Uh, Goto vs. Sabre, Kojima vs. Mark Davis, and El Fantasmo versus Rocky Romero. This past weekend, uh, Northeast Wrestling they had Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix. Uh, Northeast Wrestling had a nearly a hundred thousand dollar advance so more than a week out, which was um, be one of the biggest gates for an independent show in history and easily the biggest uh, gate ever at the Mid Hudson Civic Center, which used to be a regular WWE stop since the beginning of time. Uh, this show aired live on the High Spot streaming network. I heard it was a phenomenal match. Kenny Omega had a very interesting post match promo. He talked about how there were new Japan officials who were not happy that this match was happening. Uh, pretty much because, you know, Ray Phoenix is a AAA guy. He's a AAA champion right now, but he does wrestle in CMLL also. Uh, but I guess he's more of a AAA guy so there, apparently there were New Japan officials that did not want this match to happen but he went out of his way to make sure this match is happening as IWGP champion he wants to wrestle the best wrestlers in the world and he wanted to make sure that the fans saw this matchup and he said he doesn't know when New Japan will be back if New Japan will be back in the northeast again but you know, they're even though they're, they'll be here for MSG um, and so yeah that was pretty much the gist of his post-match promo interesting stuff there um, also, Kenny Omega had um, another interview this week. Uh, with the, the, the big headline from the interview pretty much saying that Tanahashi has done zero for international fans. So, okay. <laughs> so that feud pretty much being built basically off of interviews since Kenny is not going to be on the tour. Um, Harold Mai had another another interview up on Up Rocks. So you can check that out. We have the first group of names Announced for the uh, Giant Baba Memorial Show It's happening February 19th At Sumo Hall And they are Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kento Miyahara uh, Marafuji Jun Akiyama, Daisuke Sakamoto Great Kojika uh, Takeo Omuru uh, Taichi Kanamaru And Honma Uh, This week Allegedly. We don't
0: even know if Hanuman's going to be part of it or not.
1: Yeah. Uh, This week, there was a match that um, started getting passed around on Twitter. Uh, A-Kid versus Zack Sabre Jr. from White Wolf Wrestling. Uh, This match happened a couple of months ago, but it just started surfacing due to uh, Joe Lanza from Voices of Wrestling tweeting about it, uh, rating it 4.75. Dave Meltzer then tweeted about it, said it's a phenomenal matchup. And since then, everybody's been watching this match. And Josh, you and I and Rich, we watched this match um, this weekend. Um, I thought it was a very good match. I don't think it was five stars. I I think I would have rated it maybe like four and a half. Uh, But I I thought it was a great match, though.
0: Yeah, I thought it was really good. I I do feel like... Um, and maybe I'm giving myself away. It's like, there's a couple things that have to happen for a match to get really high rating for me. It either needs to be... I either need to get that epic feel. You know what I'm talking about? That epic, like, oh my god, like, you know. Um, we're talking like Okada... Tanahashi. Omega. Yeah. Level. Like, oh, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like epic. Um... I need to have some sort of emotional attachment to it. Like, you know, for instance, the Golden Lovers versus the Young Bucks from this past year, like that, that storytelling that, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Or it needs to be really violent. (laughs) Like people, or, or it needs to be extremely like, like the, um, the physicality or like the acrobat or something, there needs to be something that pushes it over the edge. And like that match, I watched it and I was like very impressed. And I thought it, it told a great story. It reminded me a lot of like Zach coming in and in a similar role to like the traveling champion, like a Ric Flair back in the eighties coming to like say mid South and wrestling like a Terry Taylor. Um, no offense to a kid cause he, he is a talent, but it reminded me of that sort of vibe. Um, But at the same time, I just wasn't that emotionally invested into it. I thought it told a nice little story, but I didn't think it got to like, people were calling it like five stars and I was like, Oh, there's no way that that, that that's a five star match.
1: Yeah, I didn't think it was five stars either.
0: I watched the G1 this year. <laughs> like, I saw the whole yeah. G1. There's no way that that... But it's a very good match. I would definitely recommend it. High recommendation. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think like, it's it's a little overhyped, though. I'll be honest with you. Like, yeah, I, mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great matchup. I loved it. But I don't think it was five stars. I didn't think... I thought... I think Zach's had a lot better matches in just New yeah. Japan this year. Well, what would you rate it? Four and a quarter. Yeah. Uh, maybe four and a half. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't having the greatest night of in the in the world that night. So it's not like uh, maybe if I rewatched it, I would like it again. And I, I would rewatch it. But yeah, I, people were like four, three quarters, five stars, and I was like, there's no way. Yeah.
1: Um, another match that came out this weekend was uh, Walter versus um, Will Ospreay from OTT. Uh, that match is awesome.
0: I, I saw parts of it, I didn't get to watch the whole thing That match is, okay, so Watch Walter and, and Zack Sabre and then watch Sabre, I'm sorry Walter and Osprey, and then watch Sabre and, and they're total, they're day and night They're totally different styles But you tell me that That's a five star match and then watch Osprey And Walter and, and I'll be like, okay <laughs> And I don't think Osprey and Walter Is five stars either, but I mean There's a big difference there's a big difference. I did see that that opening. that I love the opening promo package that they did for the match. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: Um, we got some Dragon Gate stars will be at WrestleCon. And there's a little bit of confusion about this. And originally, when it was announced, people thought that there was going to be, actually be a Dragon Gate show uh, during WrestleMania weekend. But in actuality, just Dragon, WrestleCon is working with Dragon Gate to bring Dragon Gate stars... Um, to wrestle on WrestleCon shows so they'll be wrestling on the WrestleCon Super Show, uh, Joey Ryan's Penis Party, um, all the WrestleCon shows will have uh, some Dragon Gate guys uh, on the show um, so more than likely I'm assuming Pac and a couple of the, their big stars will be showing up here yeah and then uh, last thing I have in the news um, a new B the Elite dropped this week uh, and you know the main emphasis continuing the whole story of uh triple h um you know sending the elite guy stuff hangman page is you know been doing detective work actually watching back old being the elites to see you know kenny getting sent the rumble invitation cody being sent the stardust suit um and then uh cody was kind of under a, a trance because on last week's episode uh quote-unquote triple h you know came after cody and so now on this episode cody's has been spouting wwe facts that they usually put up in between commercial breaks like smackdown second longest most weekly episode of show. yeah that was pretty uh, I funny thought, i thought that was hilarious uh also they had some stuff scu that was pretty funny uh, so yeah overall another uh you know good episode of being the elite
0: Nah, man, they got to start forwarding some storylines, or I'm not. Or... Well, there was also uh, the uh, the Flip Gordon grabbing the brass ring thing. Was uh, they're pushing that? I don't know. I feel like I feel like because they can't give away what they're doing, they're just like they're, it's just filler content. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching it and it's funny, but it's not like step it up, boys. There was a funny spot uh, I
1: popped where uh, you know the whole clock gimmick they've been doing, and like, oh, hey yeah. man, checks his his boot and the, the phone's in there with the countdown clock. And then uh, Flip Gordon walks by, he's like, oh, you got one of those two? Mine says two years.
0: <laughs> yeah, he just signed a, uh, a contract extension for two years. That's yeah. pretty funny.
1: Yeah. Um, and so we have a few questions left to close out the show. Oh, nice. Uh, so Twitter user at D7Dog, he asked about the winner of the Pick'em Contest for Super Junior Tag League. Uh, so I mentioned last week I reached out to the two winners via email. So if you didn't get an email from me, uh, you were not the winner uh, we had two winners. I reached out to them already, and uh, one um, was a lady named Andrea, who's getting a Jay White t-shirt, and the other person was from India. Um, Wait, we,
0: we have girl listeners? Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Um, and the other person from India, and they want a Evil and Sonata shirt. Um, so, yeah, we got our winners for the contest. That's
0: cool. That That's actually really cool. Uh, I know, like, it's not given one of our listeners, that one lives overseas— yeah, who? was that? Uh, Did you say India?
1: Yeah, the one, yeah, one of the, the one that won this time was India. But then we have another overseas winner
0: last time for the. Uh, yeah, wasn't it New Zealand? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. We had to ship pretty far. Yeah. or Singapore. I, think, uh, I forget now. It was far away. Yeah,
1: for the New Japan Cup uh, contest. I'm, I'm
0: glad that uh, our contest winner picked. Uh, you know, a shirt that's New Japan related. Unlike Kyle Morris, who was on the show last week, he actually won one of our contests uh, a while back when he was not as affiliated with our group. And he and got the Russo Day. He ben. got a Russo <laughs> day shirt. And I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah. But that's that's pretty yeah, funny.
1: Yeah, so both winners got New Japan shirts. One wanted Jay White, the other wants Evil and Sonata. then um, his second question, he says, How long is Osprey out? I haven't heard an update on Will Ospreay on how long he's gonna be out.
0: All I see him is posting super mopey, depressed boy stuff on uh, Twitter, yeah. on Twitter yeah. and stuff. But uh, I, I hope he'll be able to compete, you know, in time, like healthily, in time for Wrestle Kingdom. But I don't know. Yeah, it is a shame. It's yeah. a shame. But. Um, and then Reddit user
1: lebby ninety one wants to know: What do you see as the big storyline happening in New Year's Dash?
0: Oh man, I can't predict that. Yeah, I mean, uh, <sighs>
1: it's it's way too early for that I mean even those those nights are usually unpredictable anyway so it, it's hard to even guess now especially now so I think I would need to wait a little bit closer to Wrestle Kingdom I mean who knows maybe Jericho attacks Okada
0: or Tanahashi I don't know <laughs> Jer- Jericho takes over Suzuki you know? <laughs> Jericho Aus Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> Jericho Goon. <laughs> Jericho Y Two J Goon. I don't. We gotta find a good name for this because this is a great idea. Yeah. Um, Al- Alpha Goon. Ah, man, Chris Goon. Goon. Chris Jericho. It doesn't work. Yeah. It Doesn't work. Jer Goon <laughs> Yes. Goon Jericho, better. Yeah. We we get the um. We get a storyline of the uh. You know, downtrodden and defeated Minoru Suzuki, working as a sympathetic babyface, going up against his former, you know, clan. He has to basically fight his way through through all of them to get to Jericho. That That's money right there. Yeah. You can fill a whole year with that storyline. Uh, and then the
1: perfect question to end the show from Reddit user... Uh, dab zero, 0 G. How big is Despy's dick?
0: As big as Batista's.
1: <laughs> Great response. yeah. Uh, I, uh, I guess is that is that a new gimmick now? Is that a, a new thing?
0: Having you haven't seen like where he posts the photos of himself naked, and then he has uh, yeah, he's been posting. He's done it a couple times now where he he posts a naked photo of himself, but then he puts Kanemaru's face over his genitals. Oh no, I have not seen this. You've never seen this. No. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, he always takes like a naked photo, but then he puts Kanemaru's head, like a cutout of of just Kanemaru's head, over his genitals. So so you like you can't see anything, but he's clearly naked. And he, yeah. but he's always like still wearing the mask. So it's really weird. <laughs> Some avant-garde stuff right there. Gotta you know? gotta
1: keep the gimmick on at all times, pal. I guess so. Well, that's gonna wrap it up this week. Next week we'll be back with
0: our. You know what? I bet you could probably find an answer to this. If you can do like a scale of the actual life size of kan- of Kanemaru's head and then figure out how shrunken that picture is... You could probably get like a scale model and actually find an answer to this. So, um, D- dab uh, zero zero g. Dab zero, 0 g. That's gonna be your homework assignment, and uh, you reach out to us this week and let <laughs> us know what you what you come up with. Oh uh, man, yeah. Because so. here 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 at Keeping It Strong Style, we're not about you know doing all the work for you. We want you to better yourself. Be the best you that you can be. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Next week, we'll be back with a World Tag League World Tag League coverage. And you all, might be.
0: I'm not watching.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so maybe maybe it'll be me and Kyle Boers with uh, World Tag League coverage.
0: Kyle's never coming back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and all the latest news. Make sure you connect with us on social media, on Twitter. The show is at K.I. Strong Style. I'm at Jeremy L. Donovan. You can follow Social Suplex at Social Suplex. On Facebook, we are Facebook.com/socialsuplex. On Reddit, I am the Pro Black Guy. Josh is keeping a strong style. Also on Facebook, you can join us in the Wrestling Squared Circle. Facebook.com/group/Wrestling Squared Circle. You can also email me, Jeremy, at socialsuplex.com. If you have any questions for the show or want to get involved with Social Suplex. Check out all the other shows on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. One Nation Radio, hosted by Rich Lada and James Boyd. The Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show from Scotland. The Outsider's Edge, featuring Rance, Carl, and Kyle. And our podcast dedicated to independent wrestling grown men. Watch this shit, hosted by Jeremy Tate and Chris Bryant. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating, and review. Until next time, goodbye and good
0: night. Bang! we're gonna to need to change the the thing after the show soon
1: thank you for listening to keeping it strong style we'll see you next time we'll see you next time we'll see you next